What's up? What's up? Yo, what's cracking, everybody? Welcome Yo, to... Yo, that bottle that Ian broke earlier. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Pull one out, rip. Uh, yeah. What, what was it? What was it a bottle of? Just water. Was it something water? worth breaking? No, I keep it in a ragu jar. It's just water, and I've been asked many times if it's a homebrew, and uh, the answer is it is, and it was very valuable to me. Yeah. Way to go, um, Ian. Look what you did. And I can only expect compensation will come later, but we'll... we'll, we'll homebrew water? Like, like you're right, collecting man. it in a Have rain barrel? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I don't know what homebrew is. Right off the eaves. <laughs> Actually, he buys ice cubes and you just... <sighs> <laughs> oh Alright, so uh, this is, a, it's a this is episode love. 6 of the Ape Audio Podcast. We are joined by some sweet fellas from a local band in Kitchener-Waterloo, Romancer. Would you guys like to introduce yourselves? Sure. Yes. Yeah. My name's Ben. I'm the bass player and basically the backup dancer. Damn. I love it. Uh, I'm Adam, I sing and play guitar. I'm Riley, I play guitar and sing. Damn. I'm boys. Christian, I invited them here. <laughs> I'm Ian, I sleep here. Mm. I'm Patrick, I don't break everything that I touch. <laughs> and over there we got Devin, <laughs> man, in the, man in the boards. Yeah. Hi Devin. Yeah. Hi Devin. Hi Devin. Hi guys. Devin. How beautiful he is, man. Look at that. Almost as you. Damn, I get to stare at you all day. All right. <laughs> all right. Uh, you guys have a good week? Everything cool? Yeah. So far. Anything neat happen yeah. in your life? We just moved in together. Yeah. All of you guys? The whole band? Uh, no. Uh, sans Ben, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, still living, uh, I'm still living in my own apartment, uh, but it's right down the street from them. They're yeah. up on Herb Street, uh, so we just moved them into a big big house together. Uh, Nathan was nice. just the last one moved in. And what, what, what day did we do that? Like... Uh, I don't know. A week and a half ago? Yeah. The sixth yeah. or the fifth or something? Oh, yeah. Okay. So just, just about a week and a half ago. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we got them all moved in together. We got a little, they set up like a little jam space in the basement. It's it's oh, a really, sweet. it's a really fucking huge house, though. I'm, I'm really, I'm really proud of you guys. So are you maintaining a cautious distance? <laughs> are you protecting your jars out. of ragu? He's, he's so close. He, he, like, Ben yeah, lives man. down the street. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. that's just for convenience, so I can text him at 3 in the morning, like, yo, you up? What are you doing? Right, <laughs> right, right. Send pic of Bob and Vagine. <laughs> <laughs> is it a nice pad? Mm. Uh, it's beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, we, we vacuumed out all the spiders from the basement. So nice! Yeah, How many nice. spiders? Oh, so many. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we had an incident with spiders. Like, I, I was vacuuming them out, and I uh, was about to, like, throw out, like, the, the bag and the hand vac, and I saw one, and, like, it scared me, so I just, like, threw it. And like dust went all over the kitchen. Oh, man. I don't blame you at all. You want to yeah. hear crazy, some crazy <laughs> shit that happened to me last week? Let's hear it. There's yeah. a fucking rat in the roof of my car. Gnarly. So I pull up what? to work. I usually sit there for a couple minutes. I'm uh, just reading the news, whatever. I hear some crackling on my roof. I thought, you know, I pulled out of my heated underground parking. Maybe the roof's expanding. It's just, it's making its natural uh, boat noises, as, as it as it were. And uh, whatever, I go into work, and then I come back out on my first break, and something is skittering, full-on skittering around. Like, it's, this thing is freaking out to get out. So I'm like, okay, I guess it's alive, and I guess I have to deal with it now. How did, how do you think the rat got in the roof of your car? I have no fucking clue. There was a bunch of shit in my trunk, so I'm thinking... Actual shit? Yeah, well, rat shit, not human shit. Well, there was a dookie that I tossed in there. Yeah. That's your territory, man. You got to market. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe I was like, I had a bag, or like when I was doing groceries, maybe this rat ratatouille its way was just holding uh, on and wow. stowed away in the trunk. And then I, I assume it tried to get out by just like sticking its head wherever it could get, and then it ended up in my roof. Wow. So basically, I, I just threw a trap 
down in my trunk. Oh, no. And I caught this guy. And originally, I just thought it was a mouse, right? Like, I'm not going to think it's a rat. We live in Kitchener, Waterloo. Have you ever seen a rat running around here? I haven't. I haven't either. I got one in my apartment, yeah. Hopefully hopefully I didn't kill your rat. Hopefully yeah. he was a he was a vagabond rat. So it was I like got. a cage and it like went in the So I I picked up my uncle trap. said don't get a standard trap that's gonna yeah. snap down on its head because yeah. its guts will blow all over my, my oh, interior. So I got this container that when it steps in and it steps on these two metal plates, it gets electrocuted. Oh. So, yeah, it got shocked, and then it just dies inside this thing. Yeah. So I go the next morning, and I open it up, and there's just this really long tail oh. sticking out of this thing. And I'm like, I don't think mice have tails that yeah. like oh. kind of spiral out like that, and it's like had some thickness to it. Damn, oh, that's so girthy. I, I oh. opened the container up. <laughs> yeah, it was thick, boy. Damn, I opened that container up, and I just like lost it. Like I just threw this shit across my car. <laughs> garbage can and yeah, um yeah then i just took my car to get completely detailed and i was like yeah i don't know what the rat touched but you guys better take care of it and i still <laughs> smell like your vehicle yeah yeah, yeah it man. smells like industrial soap in i there. uh okay. i lived like in london east of adelaide so like big like homeless population in that area there's like a needle drop box outside my house it was, it was like a really old place uh i had christmas lights in my room and i had them like kind of scale up the corner of my wall and then they would like outline the like the ceiling of my room and i remember walking in my room one day and turning the light switch on and just like literally a rat just at the top of the christmas lights in the corner of my room and i was just like holy fuck and then it like <laughs> like suicide dies like onto my bed and scurries into the into the vent damn yeah. wow that was after we uh our, we had to give a, a cat we had a cat in the house and we didn't see any like mice or any rats oh, they're like and i'm then, free uh, right and then like finally the mice could come out like that's crazy cat. yeah yeah moral of the story rats are fucking disgusting yes <laughs> that's true man pour one out for like thick car roof rat man <laughs> yeah dude. Car roof rat. yo he was kind of cute one. his yeah. colors were pretty nice he, he had like a little it. caramel yeah. belly he wasn't like a nasty beady rat but his tail just really freaked me out oh, <laughs> is, that, is that what you thought when you looked into its cold dead eyes oh um, oh, this was no, the thing. first thing I thought was to snap a picture and send it to Lauren and say, kill confirmed. Jesus. <laughs> How did she react? Savage. She, oh, she wasn't cool with it. Yeah, probably not. Oh, did you oh, zap on it? Yeah. Okay, so um, we got a couple questions for you guys. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah. Firing round for y'all. Yeah. Holy. So um, basically when we've had a <clears throat> musical guest on, the way we start the show off is asking uh, like a little bit about your musical history. And the way we like to structure it is... Um, basically, you can tell us your first musical memory, be it something that you're super embarrassed of, um, your middle point, probably around late elementary school, high school, where you heard something that really kind of piqued your interest and you knew there was something a little bit different going on here Tickle musically. that angsty side a bit. Yeah. And then kind of where you're at now. So, if you would just want to, like, start at the end of the line and then work, mm -hmm. work over this way. Okay. okay. I guess, yeah. Um, earliest memory? Earliest musical memory was, like... People at my church, like 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 the kind of like younger crowd from then, like burning me old CDs of like kind of Christian rock bands, like fucking like Audio Adrenaline and shit was really cool. Reliant K, Creed. Reliant K was the shit. Oh, Reliant K is, oh, is okay, still I see the shit. you. I see you over here. <laughs> Reliant K is still the shit. I would sustain that. Yes, absolutely. Reliant K was there, um, but yeah, no. And then eventually, I got I got so into it that my my most embarrassing memory I think would be. 
my sister was having like a sleepover party, and we we had to be like she she's two years younger than me. Uh, I probably had to be like seven or eight, and she would have been like five or six, right? And I went downstairs and I offered to <laughs> fucking um. Oh. Mm. <laughs> put on a show for them and so Damn. I got in like a tank top and I mean looking back on it to dancing to Christian rock I mean the dance moves were very like reminiscent of what I would call now magic Mike shit um, and so like yeah that's faithful that's, Mike that's faithful Mike yo righteous Mike righteous <laughs> Mike <laughs> so yeah that's um and uh <laughs> Well, that's pretty much uh, that. Pretty much describes where I am right now, too. Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. No. Um, yeah. Now we're. Uh, I mean, now it's 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 super cool. Like being being more legitimate about it and feeling more legitimate about it. But gotta remember where you come from. Yeah, for gotta sure. Where you come from. Well, maybe maybe for the sake of like comedy, yeah. do you guys wanna? You guys can each do your first memory, so you can bail your buddy out from oh, just that terror. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I want to hear this yeah. shit. So you said our first memory? Yeah, yeah first okay. memory, like, I guess. Like, for me, I told these guys it was, like, Aaron Carter. Like, I was bumping this Aaron Carter mm. cassette tape in my backyard Solid. out of this, like, Fisher-Price, like, bulky-ass cassette player, and it probably had a face with, like, eyelashes on it, and it was dope as hell. Whoa. <laughs> Did it look like those cars that have, like, eyelashes above the light? Yeah, something something similar. Oh, the worst. oh B4-4! <laughs> Woo! This was my first Oh my god. B4-4, let me get oh down on you. Oh my god. Metal cover, though. Oh my god, metal cover? Actually, that's probably not a good idea. Yeah. I don't get a good I don't get a good feeling. In your face. I don't know. I think this the magic one, is... Album, right? <laughs> the magic is, is like, preserved in the pop. Yeah. Remember that kid like finding that um that little like you know those like red things you would look into with like little pictures that was like cycle? yeah remember you like looked into that or something and that's how the video yeah. started it was like them on the beach like that's yeah. actually <laughs> such a good video yeah each three has a great so, breakdown of that like, video yeah. how creepy it actually it, is yeah there's a there's a video that gives me a similar vibe it's a uh, it's the song called butterfly and it's like. Uh, like crazy, crazy town, town. Crazy yeah. Town. I get a similar vibe from that song. <laughs> that was actually uh, like my first explicit CD that I ever purchased, or forced my parents Your to purchase didn't like for it. me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll do my uh, earliest musical yeah, memory. Do. Uh, so uh, I listened to a lot of music in the car with my like my parents. I I didn't really like. They, they listened to a lot of Christian music. I grew up in the church, like Benny. Uh, so I wasn't. I hadn't really found music that I'd connected with yet. Uh, but my cousin gave me a Reliant K CD. Nice. And it was the anatomy of tongue in cheek. And that's like when I, I think that first time I encountered pop punk and it like really like resonated with me. And I think like that was like the start of me like getting into music cool. and stuff. Cool. Do you want to? That was an embarrassing yeah. shit. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you sorry, can do better than that. Come on. You know, a normal sorry, CD that people there was never a hymn that you were really jiving with. I, I really liked it. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> so funny, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah, there was uh, no filthy hymns or anything. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> filthy hymns, dude. Banning. <laughs> trying to think of my like first like kind of point where I was like actually interested in the kind of music. It's probably, like, the complete opposite of both of your experiences. Like, I had an older brother who, like, listened to Slipknot and, like, Ramstein and stuff like that when I was, like, I was, like, nine. So, like, I got into that, like, and was, like, really stoked on that. And, like, he was all about kind of, like, the goth fashion and everything. So, as a nine-year-old... Like, rave goth? 
No, like not cyber goth. Like, like yeah, that, no, no, like I wish that like, was right. Like, 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 like trench coat, like trench coat chains, okay, okay. Like, bobby pins everywhere. Yeah, okay. yeah, like punk goth and cyber goth. So, like that being basically the only kind of avenue I had into like music, I was like, that's cool. So I basically my whole fourth and fifth grade just wore black T-shirts from Zellers. Basically, and just listen to Slipknot. Yo, you must have been stoked when Zellers was liquidating their entire stock. Yeah, no, that was before then. Yeah, but yeah. So, did you just like ask like Carrie to get you like, Mom, can you just get me a pack of black shirts? Yeah, no, it was Haynes. I said Haynes, not Fruit of the Loop. Yeah, no, no, it was Cherokee. Cherokee. No, and people were like, Why are you wearing the same shirt every day? And I'm like, No, I have like ten of the same (laughs) ones. And like they were like, that's not any better, and I'm like, oh. But I was in the same boat of, yeah. as you. I still yeah. am to this day. Like, same. I just all black everything for the most part, and yeah. just like if I could, it's just black plain tees all the fucking time. True. Yeah, with black dicky shorts. Yeah, man. There it goes. All right, you want to pass it back down the line and kind of yeah. do like your middle turning point. When did you hear something that really inspired you? Coming of age. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh yeah. You know what? I think. uh I think when I started getting into like, well, I, I start I started going to kind of hardcore shows. Like it was still sort of with people from the church, so it was very like kind of Christian metalcorey stuff. But I I remember metal like, Corey. Being, I think I know him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, metal Corey. He was there. Ramadan Steve was there. Oh, oh, Corey. It's up, Ramadan Steve. Fucking, Steve. fucking Wood Taylor. All those guys. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, yeah, so so I started going to those, and I, I must have been like 13, 14. I remember being just so inspired by what I saw, and it made me want to kind of take a turn around from more like uh, the, the pop punky side of things and get really get, get get really invested in heavier music, right? And that's uh, that began my journey right there, just through like hopping into a path of obliteration uh, pit over oh, at um, baby. yeah oh, baby. At, uh, at like pitch and you praise know. or something, yeah, P O O. R.I.P. Who right? is the shit? Yeah, Who and so <laughs> blind, blind the carrier. Yeah, yeah, blind the carrier. Shout out Tim. Shout out Tim Ward. Shout out Lee. Hell yeah. Oh, all those fucking guys. Yeah, no, <clears throat> blind the carrier was definitely iconic. Path of Obliteration, Three Crowns when they came out later, mm. right? And um, yeah, set so anchors. Yes. Oh, oh god, man, taking back to Wellesley Arena. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, man. Oh my god, I remember being at um the old New Hamburg uh, arena, which was like, just like kind of central downtown ish New Hamburg. And, uh, I remember, uh, being there one night with my cousin who was visiting from North Carolina and I spent the last of my money on uh, a set anchors t-shirt. And then my dad ended up uh, not being able to drive him and me home. And my mom didn't have the car that night. She was working late. And so we ended up stranded in New Hamburg until like Three or four a.m. That's all. It was like, yeah, fucking, I'll just get a cab for you guys or something. It was like, okay, thanks, and then it never showed <laughs> oh, up. Shit. Oh, <laughs> yeah, the cabbie, the cabbie knew. New Hamburger, oh, like, all right, I guess, but I got a nice set anchor shirt, thanks. Yeah, I think uh, my something. I think like obviously, I mentioned pop punk, and that phase definitely lasted until like closer to the end of high school, so I listened to so much Neon. I listened to The Main, Forever the Sickest Kids, All Time Low, just like, just like such, like, 
MySpace pop punk. Yo, that shit not, was the best. It was, it was, it was good. It was good. Uh, but <laughs> what, uh, what was? Did you have like a rotating MySpace song? Like you know how you could set a song to play when people would come to your page? Did you have like a certain song that you would play, or did you have it rotating on like a weekly basis, like <laughs> I did? I'm definitely old enough to have MySpace, but I got MySpace when Facebook was already a thing, so it was on its way out. Word, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, I dated myself terribly. So, yeah, I think when I discovered post-rock was when that was kind of like a little switch in my head. Was, yeah, I know it's kind of like, mm. is that... Would that be your answer too? Do you think or yeah, similar? pretty much yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was it was Andrew. I uh, used to be in a band, this guy Andrew Prosser, and he he had the sound hey, cloud. He was, yeah, Andrew Prosser. I think there's more than one, unless you guys. There's, know. Multiple. Yeah. there's multiple. There's multiple. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Andrew Prosser. <laughs> Andrew Prosser. All, all of them. Yeah. Thank you for bringing me to some of my first shows, Andrew. Oh man, if you ever see this? Okay, so um, post rock. Oh, yeah, what, yeah, he, what kind of band? Like, what specific bands were you were you digging into? Um, Life Story Monologue. Cool. That was my first like big like my first post rock band that I got into. I like love their fusion of like post hardcore, post rock. They love like As Cities Burn. I loved As, As Cities Burn. Yeah, you. As uh, they liked yeah. Brand New. They liked. Uh, I'm sure they liked a lot of like post rock music and like art rock and stuff like that too. But uh, yeah, that was. Uh, Godspeed, you Black Emperor. Oh, yeah. Cloud yeah. yeah, Andrew showed me Godspeed. Yeah, that's my answer. Dope. Cool. Um, probably like the point where I first like got a got like serious about music, like thinking like, man, I need to like start a band or something. Was when I was in like grade nine, an intake of Glass played my high school. Oh yeah. And I was like. Because, like, the guitarist, Zach Wardarski, was also, at, like, he was, like, Super 12 when I was in grade 9 or something. Super 12? Yeah. yeah. I, I love that. that. And, like, so, that. like, and, and they played, like, a like a benefit concert, and I was like, whoa, this is, like, a thing that happens locally? This is so cool. Like, I want to do this. So, like, just, like, that kind of got me started into, like, just going to shows and stuff, like, back at, like, the 515 in Cambridge and stuff like that. Um... And then, like, it wasn't until probably, like, end of high school and then, like, university where I was, like Adam said, like, kind of started getting into, like, post-rock stuff. Like, just people there showing me, like, Explosions in the Sky and uh, Hammock, God is an Astronaut, stuff like that. And then, like, it wasn't until, like, I saw, like, the early formations of this band where I saw, like, a local, like, kind of manifestation of, like, a post-rock kind of bass band cool. and i was like that's it it's cool so i remember so riley I, yeah. like, being like i remember playing like columbia lake or something like an early version of that and like us just jamming to that on stage and i remember riley being like what yeah. what is that show we played at the loft the yeah one time? It, uh button yeah. factory but oh, factory. Button factory. Yeah. yeah that was the point where i was like i need to like be a part of this somehow <laughs> that's cool Sick. yeah i think for all of us like that was a big thing when you realized that crazy dope music like that is being made in your city or like in the tri-cities and that was just like something that seemed so far out because like we're relatively small compared to anywhere else you know and once you kind of like you had your finger on that button you didn't want to let it go Mm. um all right so where are you guys at now musically then uh now musically um i'm focusing in like a lot of my a lot a lot of my efforts like more like for for this 
for this band, I'm writing mostly like lyrical stuff, a lot of obviously stuff on the bass. I've been kind of um, diving into guitar stuff. Like now and again, I don't I don't really uh, focus my efforts as much there, right? Because I'm very into like soul and funk now, and I'm I'm picking up a lot of great bass bass techniques from there. And originally it was just sort of that, like I want to learn how to play bass like these soul and funk guys, and then you end up like actually really fucking digging a lot of it like we've been really into um i think collectively tower of power mm. and that was the that was uh i like your style live uh, yeah tower of power that specific was specific one live version that it was just, 1999 yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'd wake up oh. riley would have his coffee this was this was the the tour we were just yeah. on in the states yeah yeah, yeah every morning like we'd just like start going to the next city and like the first song that would go on was this song by tower of power and it just like kept me going throughout the day. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's How awesome. long was that tour? Uh, two, two, weeks. two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty sweet. It was. It was yeah. pretty sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was. It was unbelievable. Yeah. I, I couldn't believe like how well received we were and everything. But but yeah. I mean that's like the like this band has kind of pushed me to push myself a little bit more like in developing better techniques right and in writing Same. stuff that's very yeah. like that, that that's very feely and very vibey sometimes for us right and and working collaboratively with people which I've I, I can't say I've ever really done before in like in writing music in the mm-hmm. past so this is a this has been a huge a huge growth experience for me since I think it's I think since day one and it's going to continue great. to be I hope yeah yeah uh, yeah that's really cool like um yeah I, I was going to bring this up later but we can get into it right now get um, into it man I'll get right into it so yeah you guys toured over the summer mm. with Silver Age mm-hmm. through yeah. the states like how was that like was was that something super out there and different for you guys? Like, yeah, good yeah. experience. Yes. Yeah, uh-huh. we, we were like, so yeah. we went in my stepdad's tiny pickup truck that he was gracious <laughs> enough to lend us. Um, yeah, and ma- it's, imagine and like, it's the that's kind of badass. It's, it's <laughs> the kind of truck where it's <laughs> like it's, it's like two like front seats, and then the two back seats are like those fold down chairs. Yeah, yeah. face into we're each other. In kind of. Yeah. Um, uh, change it up sometimes. Yeah. yeah, I don't think Riley ever sat. If you hit their in the Instagram, back. I think they have a photo right before they. Yeah, were. I I yeah. I drove most of the time mostly yeah. because I didn't want to sit in the back yeah, but, yeah I was just gonna ask were you guys like rotating on those shitty no. ass seats yeah it was a pretty fair so they're just like are you sure you yeah. don't want to drive yeah. and they're like no I'm okay yeah. literally yeah, that's, yeah that's so that guy oh, nice. so see Senior like you yeah. can see me uh like uh in the middle on the right and uh that like that you can see the the door like the, there's yeah, two you, doors. You are the width. Oh, okay. of the door. I am yeah. the width of that door. So oh, so you're just like sitting in there like this? absolutely. We're stuffed, yeah. like facing each yeah, other. Yeah, like I'd I'd constantly yeah. feel Adam's shoulder. Yeah. In yeah. the back of my driver's seat. Yeah. I feel bad because like I'm sure I was like singing a lot and like singing in your ear a lot. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. We're all. You were singing too. We were all singing. Yeah. We're all singing. Was that yeah, the but, uh, longest tour you guys have ever done? Yes. Yeah. 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 No, no, we were. We, we, uh, no, yeah. we had. We, we had how many off days? I think two. Two. Two off days in the states. Two or three. One, two or one three. off day in Ontario. Safe to say. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. yeah. What was the uh, one thing that you took for granted, like while being away for that long, that maybe you weren't as prepared for? Mm. Doesn't have to be a huge thing, but you know. Uh, options other than fast food. Yeah, like yeah. The familiarity true. of like food in your food, food yeah. in your fridge, and we, food that you buy and make. Right, that was tough. I lived off quesadillas for two mm. weeks. Yeah. That's rough. Dang. Yeah. 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 
Like what kind of quesadillas are they from a? Uh, so not only were you singing in the car, one dollar cheese quesadillas oh from Taco Bell. Yeah, but, <laughs> but they're fine. They're great. <laughs> I think it's a Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. I, I, I think so too. Yeah. Eat cheesy gordita crunches for the rest of my life and just be okay. <laughs> they had the fire sauce and like. Oh yeah. I'm obviously grabbing like right, handfuls yeah, of right, fire sauce right. out the door of Taco Bell. It's a problem. I can smell it already. Yeah. It's surprisingly not shit. Like I was. I was. Pretty, mm. I was pretty content living off like bean burritos for those two weeks. I'm so impressed well how sustained. you ate vegan for like for, for as long as you did in the states. I think I broke vegan yeah, you broke for a couple sure. Times. Couple, for only sure a couple few times. times. There yeah. had to be like cheese and cheese sour cream on a few things now and again. Yeah. Yeah. I should have just got some <laughs> refried beans, put them in like one of those big water ball backpacks, and like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the bean bag. Um, <laughs> you just have like that film shit on your over your mouth with all the beans. Uh, yeah, the bean starch. Yeah. So, um, while you guys were playing in the states, was there any memory that sticks out for any of you guys in particular? When we came home, like that oh, Hope yeah. Fest show was just oh, oh was I didn't just know that was, like, like you came yeah that, that was yeah, it yeah and we had a full I feel like we had a full two weeks of like practice of like preparation for this Hope Fest show and I just like I I psyched myself up for like hours before That's we cool. played and yeah it was like you guys killed it I remember you thanks, even saying man. you're like this was like you're you were saying something like. This, holy shit, this is the biggest crowd we've ever played in front of. For real, for real, yeah. yeah, it was. Kinda, yeah just, that's cool, though. Yeah, and a like, lot of people gave you big ups for that. Like A lot of bands that were going, like, did you guys see that Romancer band? <laughs> ah, I remember Three Crowns did that. Ah, no. <laughs> yeah, Three Crowns, yeah, the guy, yeah, he was like, he was like, did you guys watch that fucking Romancer band? Yeah. <laughs> they just went into their set, and then oh, they just went, holy, or something, and then they just went into their set, oh, and the rest of it, so. Yeah, that was really fun. That's yeah. unreal. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was a pretty sweet setup. So, how long were you guys in the States? Three weeks? Two. Two, two weeks? Two weeks yeah. overall. Round out two weeks, then you come home and play. Yeah. yeah. Then we, we an amazing in the States after our, show, after our homecoming festival show. that's been put on by one of our our, our good friends. Our all-time favorites, yeah, Kyle Daddy Wap. Daddy Wap. Daddy Wap. Shout out. Wap, 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 you could do that, like, we just sample that, like, 50 with someone going, wap, 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 wap. All right, so, um, you guys want to want to hop back to some basics? Maybe, uh, how did Romancer initially become? How did you guys form? Where did the name come from? That kind of thing? So, there's a band prior to Romancer and it was Lancaster but and we had a oh. we had a song called Fireworks and I just I remember searching on YouTube like like on my friend's computer like oh dude I just released a song check it out and then like is yeah we uh, we had a you you would search Lancaster Fireworks but our song was like you know, number Way 30, number 50 to... because you're going to get all oh, Lancaster Pennsylvania Fireworks yeah. and I was just thinking like Oh, this fucking sucks. Lancaster, <laughs> probably Lancaster school band. Yeah, school band. Just like all these things. Uh, you, that your are, first yeah. lesson in marketing. Yeah, yeah. for real. Yeah. Lancaster Street homeless man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then when That's we uh, uh, we had uh, we split with uh, one of uh, our, uh, our friends who was in the band and uh, Riley joined on guitar. And then when it was around the time that uh, I think my music taste was changing from like kind of just standard kind of like emo pop punk like that vein but to more of a like oh man i got into like yeah yeah experimental i guess uh, i really started like uh drawing more from like like the, the like the life story vibe 
well, we got into this band called Lobby Boxer from St. Mm-hmm. Louis, and it was it was it got like all of our songs got faster, uh, all of our songs got more explosive and just like more melodic, and it was it had uh, it was half because of our influences changing and half because of Riley joining, and it just became a new band. So like object objectively became a new band. So like yeah, we decided to change the name. Sure. Yeah, I saw you guys uh, describe yourselves as towing the line between soft intimacy and explosive <laughs> <Yeah>. aggression. <laughs> wow. And I thought that was like such a suiting thing. I don't know who wrote that in the Spotify yeah, description, true, but I was like, yeah. hell yeah, that nails it perfectly. Yeah, just la- really loud sometimes, really soft sometimes. Yeah, yeah. that juxtaposition yeah. is nice. Though. Loud. Loud. Well, it's always really surprising to you. Like, I've been listening to you guys for a couple months. Okay. Uh, I think I first got into contact. Um, when I saw you were playing Hope Fest, because we were just getting this thing rolling and trying to figure out how we wanted to do the podcast, and I reached out oh, to yeah. Kyle, and I was like, hey man, like, you got anybody we should put on and like bring on the show? And he was like, look at the Hope Fest um, banner, and just pick a band that you like their name and invite them, because they're all local. Yeah. And I was like, okay, dope. And I'm going through, and I, I'd, I'd heard of you guys before, but I'd never listened to any of your music, and I was like, I like that name, I've seen them around enough, okay, I'm going to listen to this now wow, this is really different from anything I hear anybody making in the area. This is oh, really cool. Dude, and then, yeah, I shouted out to you guys. I was like, hey, yeah, we're making this thing. I don't know if we have a name yet. I don't know if we know what it is. It's a podcast. Would you yeah. be interested in coming on? And whoever answered back was basically like, yeah, just get in touch whenever you're ready to go and we'll hop on. Oh, yeah. And then later, like, I, I didn't even tell these guys that I had messaged you guys. And when I did bring it up, Ian's like, oh, yeah, romance are like... <laughs> I know some of those guys. And Devin's like, oh, yeah, romance. I know some of those guys. Yeah, harassing Whoa. fan network. I'm like, yeah, yeah we're going to get you on. It's going to be next week. <laughs> already already on it. I love, I, love that. awesome. I love that harassment. Like, oh, yeah. Because, yeah. like, it, it's a weird thing to, like, bring your... And, and Riley can relate to this, too. Because, like, it's weird, it's weird, like, talking about, like, a band project or, like, a musical thing at work. Like, you don't... Yeah. You, you don't, you don't kind of, like, expect people to, like, understand, which is sick working with you two when you were, when you were still working with me. Like, that was... That was that was cool to like finally have somebody to kind of like connect with. Okay, like yes, like you you, you understand now. Yes, okay, this is very yeah. this yeah. Is very important to me. Okay, thank you. That's nice being able to connect with a coworker. <laughs> yeah, with that stuff. Because if you're like I play in a band, they're like, oh, they're like have you yeah. have you gone <laughs> on the Voice? Have you tried going? Oh, yeah, you guys just kind of like, <sighs> yeah, that's their paradigm. Like, Who, who's got cool, talent? You know? Ukraine. Oh, is, is that what your your parents watch, Patrick? They're Polish. <laughs> Polish. <laughs> well, I think that's kind of why we wanted to start the podcast up, right? Because we yeah. all know what it's like to talk about people you're surrounded with, maybe at school or at your day job, and it's a little bit strained to talk to them about mm. something you're into, be it because you over-explain it and it doesn't really click to them, yeah. or you're super into it and they're a super lackluster person and that puts them off. <laughs> um, yeah. I think it's cool to like bring people on here and we all collectively get this excitement going yeah, and then people yeah. who maybe normally wouldn't listen to this kind of music go maybe there's something more to it maybe i should check that out it's cool yeah, yeah like dude this is like definitely the most comfortable and like welcoming like we've ever felt like on like an like we've not, i don't think we've ever been on a po- podcast but just like ever. like the best like vibes right now like thanks so thanks much y'all no, it's because of the couch. So <laughs> I, think, I think it was the jar exploding all over the floor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> icebreaker. Yeah, that was a really good way. Because of this, the sign fell back. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. great. So I love it. <laughs> what what made you guys decide on the Seinfeld backdrop? 
Uh, uh, so we we were using this um, photographer's <laughs> backdrop, and it looked really like plain. It was just kind it of kinda like looked like we were in a crypt or in a dungeon. Yeah, it was just like a gray texture, and like it looked fine, Depressing, but I think. it wasn't really the kind of flair that any of us really vibe with. Right. And then the other day, like um, it was Evan, yeah, for our our Christmas special, we put a crazy ass blizzard on the I green screen, one, yeah. and we thought that was really funny. So then the next week, we're like, well, we can't do the blizzard again, but maybe let's try to pick something in the same vein so we're just start googling stuff and uh ian evan, or evan yeah. was like hey let's let's get the seinfeld backdrop so we yeah. looked through a couple and then we find this one where kramer's like he's he's laying out on the couch doing like a kramer uh, okay. stance yeah so yeah. our couch is perfectly lined up with <laughs> where does. kramer is right now yeah i feel like so then it looks like the rest apartment. of the cast yeah. is just like yeah. looking over at us yeah they're just looking at us right now yeah <laughs> <laughs> like they're planning to do something yeah so, what up, there. George? Yeah, <laughs> caress his head a little Jerry. bit. Yeah. Jerry, <laughs> Well, we're really glad that you guys are comfortable because that's yeah. something we we're kind of oh aiming for. We had like this table that's behind you. We were we were using that like for a couple weeks. Down here, stiff. and yeah. it yeah, it's a little stiff and rigid, and it, it feels like you're at a business meeting or something. Yeah. And then with we the all went with the light hanging over and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very business like. Yeah. yeah, we we all went. Well, so what, kind of so what exactly do you do here? <laughs> yeah. oh. So basically what our format is, or what we're trying to do is we have a band on, or a guest on, and then the following week it's just going to be the three of us, or the four of us just shooting the shit mm. kind of thing. Mm. Um, and then we're just going to alternate that. So a couple of weeks ago we, we sat down on the couch and we're like, this is really comfy. And I feel <laughs> yeah. like it enhanced the that. conversation and just made us all much more... Relaxed. Yeah, relaxed yeah. for sure. Yeah, and we're like, well, let's just stick with this. And then when you guys were coming on, we're like, well, it's gonna be hard because we have to set up all these mics in a way that we've never done before. But let's just roll with it. Let's just see what happens. And as you guys saw when you're walking in, we're all kind of scrambling around, kicking over ragu jars, <laughs> trying to figure oh. out what's going on. <laughs> uh, pouring out ragu. That's pretty embarrassing. <laughs> I don't. I don't Sorry, know if, guys. I don't know if we ever finished talking about. Uh, the, the musical, musical journey. journey. Yeah. Yeah. You want to hop back to it? Do you want me to? Do you want me to hop sure, back yeah. on that? Yeah. Where were we? At? <laughs> it, was, it was. It was with me. Okay. Oh yeah, you're current. So, uh, so, I think this is even after like our first album. It was. It was when uh, I started getting. Uh, I wasn't. I, I stopped listening to artists so much as I was listening to producers. Uh, so I got heavy into Max Martin, so that like opened up just the whole pop <laughs> world to me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, for real. And just, yeah. Yeah, so was like, this after uh, as we both closed was, in on water? This was after, okay. yeah, as we both, yeah. And uh, so like, Honeybee started with me like listening to so much Radiohead, so much Max Martin, and just like, trying to become like, trying to like, evolve in a way I hadn't before so like cool. yeah and like I was realizing like with like my current skill set I, I, I don't I, I think I just need, like, needed to like practice more and like become a better singer I just like found out and like discovered all the ways I needed to like improve and stuff but in the meantime I was like you know analyzing all these different kinds of production and like I think it, it definitely like that is really apparent on Honeybee that like it just like the kind of weird all the weirder shit that we did mm -hmm. and having john on it too our friend yeah. uh john horvath his uh moniker is sad sorcerer he like did all the production and mixed and stuff all on that record uh yeah and it was around the time i got into like r&b so like frank ocean uh 
Ariana Grande, Daniel Na- Caesar, yeah. Frank yeah. Ocean. We, we, we love Frank Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Real talk. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. But now it's like a lot of uh, Marvin Gaye, a lot of like mm. older kind of soul, like how, what Ben was. Gil Scott Heron. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't heard of him. Gil Scott Heron. No. Oh, oh yeah, you'll get to hear it on our yeah. intro. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! There we go. Yeah. So that that's me now. Is like now that I've kind of discovered like the top echelon of like vocalists i'm like all right that's the bar and i'm like that's i'm like constantly pushing myself to like try and get close to that so it's like it's all r&b for me right now that's so cool do you like elliot coleman i haven't heard of elliot coleman you'd like him yeah give me like yo for real give me a list of like all the stuff that you think i should listen to like especially like if i just say r&b and you're just like "Mm, mm, mm," i'm like yo give it to me for real well we were we were talking about doing like a an ape podcast like spotify playlist where like oh. we all kind of chuck some stuff into it and uh, uh be it weekly or monthly or quarterly or something mm-hmm. and then just toss it out to all our listeners if okay. if they want to check it out because we we had um adam i know you know tyler ends he was on i love tyler and tyler was on <laughs> as if well, he was here yeah, yeah he, he was, was here he, he was, was here. come on, on tyler <laughs> was here. Here. Yo, i think he's watching oh. right now so if you want to tyler, tyler. <laughs> Oh my god, I miss you, dude. Yeah, but Holy. as as he was exchanging what he's been listening to and what he is listening to, we started exchanging with him, and he's yeah. like, wow, I've never heard of some of these artists, and we hadn't heard of some of the stuff that he'd been yeah. listening to, and it was like, maybe we do have something here where we can we can kind of trade that back and forth in a, a little more scientific kind of way. Oh man, how do you guys know Tyler? Like, I went to high school with Tyler. We he's always been... Show. Oh, no. Oh, that's yeah. Like, yeah. that he played at. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, you guys organized like a show? No, someone else organized a show, and we like just drove him to like okay. No, because uh, we know Tyler through um, like the uh, other members in the band that I'm in. They wor- used to work with him, or mm-hmm. he used to work with them, and then that's just he started coming around, and that's pretty much oh, it. That's yeah. So tight. yeah, went to high school, and he was always such a talented writer, and always yeah. like so good positive, wordplay, good vibes. positive. Oh uh, hell yeah! Oh man, dude, I miss that boy. I, I saw him. Yeah, we, he came over uh, with. Uh, do you know Andrew Locke? Do you know Andrew at all? No, he's one of his no. best friends. Yeah, okay. so yeah, we, they both came over and we like they just like rapped on a couple of beats I made and stuff. That's great. Yeah, it was uh, yeah, it was lots of fun. Good yeah, to I was, see those when boys, he was yeah. here, I was told to bring up Andrew Locke, and he just went crazy, started gushing. Uh, for he, he, <laughs> yeah, he could easily tell you eleven thousand stories. Yeah, about yeah, it was Andrew really Locke. funny. Yeah. All right, so what about you? Where where are you at right now? Ah, uh, where am I at right now? Um, hmm. In terms of like musical influences and stuff like that, and just no, what kind of kale are you eating? Um, <laughs> no, 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 I'm just kidding. Well, what kind of? Well, where are you at? Uh, so, I guess in terms of like musical influences for like this band, Sonic like, Aid. Yeah, no. Well, it doesn't necessarily have yeah. to be t- towards <laughs> well, towards that, yeah, yeah, or yeah. Well, like stuff that like I listen to that I used to like kind of consider as like kind of primary influences for like the music we have written for the past releases i'd say it's been like like kind of on a spectrum from like such gold uh and then the other end of the spectrum being this ambient band called hammock where it's just like kind of just the craziest kind of hardcore punk kind of proggy stuff just yeah just the most insane riffs and then just like the most beautiful atmospheres you could ever imagine and then just trying to combine those together. Mm-hmm. Um, but as of recently, I've just been listening to a lot of like Pat Metheny, who's like the best jazz fusion guitarist ever. Interesting, I should check him out. Objectively. 
and then like Steely Dan, just like just like jazz fusion stuff. It's like stuff that's kind of unrelated, but I'm excited to see where me just listening to that all the time takes my writing. (laughs) Well, I think that's what's really cool about you guys. Like I can hear pieces that are pulled from a lot of different areas into your music, Where? where I know predominantly there is like the specific sound you tend to get in the Tri-Cities, be it thrashy or punky or... Trappy. Trappy. <laughs> you know? Trappy. And then, yeah, you guys were kind of like this this really different breath of fresh air, and I was like, wow, they're they're really like onto something here. Aw, yeah. dude. Thank you. Thanks, Thank man. you. Hey, no problem. That means so much. <laughs> love so much. Love so much. I love the, the, the Tommy pictures. Oh, God, they're yeah. James pictures, but... Yeah, for... Yeah. for uh, Anybody who's curious, there's a there's a Tommy uh, James Franco dressed up as Tommy Wiseau on a poster over in the corner. It's kind of terrifying. Love I don't it. know where it came from. Uh, yeah. You, yeah. you guys love the room, right? Yeah. 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 Okay, uh, a new way to experience the room. You can I, you can watch it on YouTube, right? But I, th- I think like watching it watching the room half speed. It's like watching Why? it for the first time. <laughs> watching anything half speed is the funniest. Yeah, but you need to make sure you don't watch like the excruciating scenes half speed because then they're twice as long, right? Just so like, so like the three sex scenes, you want to make PTSD. sure you, you just want to skip to the highlights and just. Oh, yeah. I rose you. Yeah. I did not hit her. I did not. Sounds like they're drunk the whole time. Oh hi, Mark. Sounds so good, half speed. Just like, oh, hey, Johnny, what's up? It's the best. It's like someone dunked his head in water every time before he says a lie. Yeah, love that. So, um, your your latest release is Honeybee, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I know you guys said it's your most vulnerable and intimate music that you've you've made. Um, why do you feel that way? Uh, I think Ben helped with. He's helping with more lyrics now. But uh, I think a lot of the lyrics reflected just like what I was going through like in that time. Uh, it was it was definitely like th- this like the hardest period of my sure. life, like lowest I've been. And a lot of songs like reflect that. Like uh, uh, there's uh, songs about like uh, my relationship ending. There's songs about my friend's alcohol addiction. Uh, me worrying that like my dad is doesn't have like like he, my. I shouldn't go into it, but yeah, <laughs> well, but, yeah, but it's like there's just a lot of songs that reflect like me being at my lowest point, and yeah, sure. So, do you I, feel like with Ben jumping in on the lyrics, it like helped bring that out? Uh, like, we, sorry, we got, new gotta, new new good, vibes or old or for that out for, for Honeybee? Like we, for honey we, bee? we yeah, we we helped like Lord. to establish each other's like vibe very well. I think like, Ben's we, very we were, empathetic. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's for sure, right? And, like, I mean, we're we're just very. We, we we are we are two people who I think just love language so much and like I'm I'm a I'm a big kinda lit nerd sort of guy, right? And so that's that's the sort of vibe I'd like to bring to it, right? And that's more of what we're especially more of what we're writing now. Stuff that's just very like poetic and sometimes very flowery. Like I'd like to bring sometimes a little more like kind of an of a of, of sort of an abrasive tone towards it, and Adam is is very good at you know kind of helping find a good middle ground and rolling it back, which is which translated really well mm-hmm. on the album, and I think that's what made it so like vulnerably emotional. Uh, for like vulnerability musically, when we were writing it a lot, I found that like we had we, we we had and even even in the lyric side sometimes we had parts because we were jumping in so much on it that some of them 
felt to me, even in the end product, a little bit to be not like a succinct point, like very all over the place, which I think lent itself really nicely to the musical part of that too, because it can get really fucked and really all over the place. Like <laughs> yeah, especially yeah. if we're like if we're talking about like songs like Nausicaa, which like we we sort of we sort of kind of pushes like the single from that album a little bit, and Milo, right? Uh, Milo is a little bit more a little bit more straightforward driven but Nausicaa like the end product some people say like it's very all over the place and I love hearing feedback like that because mm-hmm. that's good it's, it's good that we could make like a, a product that translated well even though it was very a very wide range of dynamics for us all like we've got like we, we, we've got like Adam belting out like like B flats and crazy shit like that we've got we, we got we got <laughs> top my range solos. exposed we got, <laughs> we got bass solos we got Nathan going nuts on this trap ass beat like it's it's crazy shit sometimes like when I look back at writing this album I'm like holy shit what what were we thinking I'm so happy we were thinking that yeah right? I, I, I love, love I love writing songs with you guys. One of my favorite things, like, with with Ben is, like, sometimes I feel like Ben is, like, just, like, an animal in a cage, and I'm, like, writing a song, and I'm just, like, Ben, do you want to go? And Ben just, like, comes out, wipes his dick on the song. (laughs) In the best best way. Dang, I don't know what kind of animal you are, Ben. Like, I'm like a horse yeah. in a stall just breeding songs. Oh my god. <laughs> god. Yeah. Jesus. You, Jesus. Okay. I know disgusting people. No one said horse. <laughs> Do you guys find that like when you're when you wrote this, um, there was a lot of like going back and like changing a lot of stuff, or did you kind of commit to the writing decisions and then uh. it was more <laughs> it was more imposed that it was like the 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 like when you guys were starting to produce it and record it, that's where kind of more of the other ideas came about. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. To- yeah like that's really, yeah, that's that's really insightful. Yeah, I love, uh, I lo- like demoing and pre-production is really important. Uh, I think like even like after pre-production, you can have like uh, like so many thoughts and like yeah, yeah. I re-recorded vocals on a couple a uh, couple songs more than once, adding like like ooze and stuff or like oh i actually sorry guys decided i don't like that chorus i'm gonna change it and like yeah that that stuff can be a little like kind of disappointing sometimes riley's often like what's wrong with it why did you have to change that (laughs) and i and i can't explain myself i can't explain why other than like it can be better but uh yeah yeah i I think like uh, like you were saying like how y'all were saying and ben was saying like sometimes some songs can sound all over the place in a good way and it's it's only because just like when i'm writing tunes it, the track has to in its entirety at, at every moment be able to please my add brain and and like the, it, it, the result is definitely a, a sound that can like it, it, it's i feel, feel like it, it can never not be boring for me it has to always be exciting and it has to always like even on your like 10th 20th, 30th lesson to be like, oh, like not expecting. Yeah, there's it. little surprises that yeah, it's, yeah. it's a, it has like re-listen value. Yeah, yeah. I, I think That's like important a, an important me. characteristic of it though is that like on one end, like you want it to be like consistently like kind of like something new every like five seconds, like kind of like c- kind of just like very kind of you know stimulating all the stimulating time. all the time. Yeah. But then there's, like, the other side of, like, I don't know, saying, like, I don't know, maybe, like, in an instance, me saying, like, okay, this needs to, like, function as, like, a whole song still. Like, how, how are we going to make this still work? Yeah, yeah. sometimes you go down, you chase and, the, and your own like, tail trying to make a sick part, yeah, and it kind of takes but, it away from the song. But, but in, yeah. in the end, we're all still wanting it, all, the, all our songs to just be, like, cohesive but interesting pieces of music, so, like... 
whenever like there's any kind of like kind of disagreement or anything Friction. like that we have that we have the same kind of goal so it mm-hmm. always kind of works out in the end cool. which is why it's kind of good that we're writing songs together yeah <laughs> i love the uh like i think from as we both to honeybee the songs were written instrumental first and then we'd throw vocals on it and it made for some like a lot of like interesting parts but i think now uh i think I'd say like seventy five percent of the stuff we've written it has been uh, vocals and like song structure first, and then we're like adding more production and instrumental, uh, and like that is that 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 has changed up like our sound a lot, and uh, it, it's the result is more cohesion. Is that a word? Yeah, yeah. More cohesion and uh, uh, catchier songs. Yeah. So I think uh, the. This like the record that we're we're we're, we're writing right now is I think it's gonna be like just so objectively our best like like I want I like the goal is to make everyone forget about our <laughs> like our catalog and we're then just be okay. like this is like I I just want people to be like this is the best album like ever I mean that's like that's if, that's the bar I've set for myself <laughs> if Honeybee was merely a stepping stone for you guys yeah that is wild to me because yeah. going from your first record which I said. S- like really caught my ear caught my attention sounded really nice then i listened to honeybee and one of your first lines that comes in talking about your father it's kind of like a kick to the chest you're like oh we're going here like this is deep now and then the instrumentation comes in and it's got a lot of texture and vibrance and color to it and you're like whoa the instruments are on the same level as the lyricism like that's fucking wild dude and yeah like like you guys said like it it pulls apart and then comes back together and it pulls apart and it slams back yeah. together and it really treats your ear to like a fun experience yeah the Dude. harmonic use of like tension and release is like yeah and just like you just like you i get really bored of music <laughs> that doesn't yeah. fill every pocket perfectly i don't know what it is about my brain but like if there's a moment where the tension is released for just too long I'll shut the song off and I'll never go back to it. Like it has to keep my attention that whole entire time. You guys do a sick job of pulling that off. I'm I'm the same way. Like I can't like, especially with my own song, I can't like take myself out of it. You know, be fully invested like all the time. So that's like, that needs so much coming from you. You're you're really like well-spoken about this stuff. (laughs) So mad mad respect. Well, yeah, we're we're just a couple fucking losers that can only talk about music and make music. We don't know anything else. (laughs) So do you guys find that when you release, like with, you know, Honeybee being released, you listen back and you're like, oh, I could have, just if I had maybe a little bit more time, I could have, you know, or do you find that the, the, the commitments that you made with the goals that you were all trying to collectively reached was like satisfactory even with so many listens or is it like yes or is the things that you're kind of looking for that you're kind of nitpicking about like overly nitpicky that you're like only i really want that change like everybody else is kind of yes to all uh, yes yes (laughs) Yes. i think think certainly i think certainly riley can comment a lot on about like the, the kind of time crunch that was part of the influence of this album too because i mean he was you're, you you usually have like kind of the most contact with uh, the management we were working with at the time, right? Who was 
I mean, as management should, right? Kind of putting on us on a very, a very close to the heart time budget, right? Mm-hmm. Deadline. And, uh, and so, and so that that kind of that kind of ended up like needing some decisions to be made. And we were working with a great producer like John, mm-hmm. like like John, like we can give him kind of a general idea to go on, and he will work with us. He's he's amazing like that. Like I think. I, I think my bass has sounded the best on the record that John produced than it has on on anything that we've recorded pretty much ever, which is cool. And I think we all did sound really good on that mm-hmm. record, the best out of anything we've recorded ever so far. Uh, but uh, but yeah, there I, I would have loved time to do that, right? And I think I think we would have loved time to explore like what more could have been done within that too, right? There's little parts where I think like we're we're still. We're still writing, and that's where we get more opportunities to explore those uh, for stuff in our live performance, right? Because I mean, that's that's more something that's yeah. separate to the album. Right? Yeah, we, to, we there's yeah. there's well def- said, yeah. yeah there's definitely some stuff where like we find we'll like write and record and release songs, and then we'll play them for like a year, and then they'll sound like the feel will be completely different. Yeah, just because mm-hmm. we haven't yeah. sat on them long mm-hmm. enough. So that that's kind of one of our collective goals with all of the songs we're writing now is to like make sure we're sitting on them long enough so we can like fully kind of understand how they can be realized. Gotta yeah. let it ferment a little bit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. I, I definitely feel that. Yeah. There's too many times when like I'll have a spark of an idea and I try to put so much into it right off the bat instead of like fleshing it out over a longer period of time and like i know that the end product could have been way better but i can't bring myself to work on it anymore just because i put so much into that like initial burst that i'm just sick of it right true yeah it's tough to keep that momentum going and keep it like being a consistent thing all the way through and and that that's that's what's so magical about like just kind of making an album leaving it there letting it do its thing letting it like ferment right letting it let it become a nice fine wine right and then you then you can kind of then you kind of take some liberties with it those are things that keep us wanting to like play live because that's more where we because like if we look at like i mean even um off of like as we both close in on the water um uh when when we play uh when, when we when we play songs off that now they are are so different Mm-hmm. Uh, from from how we've recorded them mm-hmm. too, right? Which is which is fun, right? If people want that experience, they can listen to the album, right? Like they can kind of see how it's developed from there, and we can see how it's developed from there. It's That's it's really cool. it's always it's still stimulating to play like our older songs. I think because of that too, we gotta yeah. we gotta keep it fresh. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Like Bad Clover, we've mm-hmm. opened with for a long time, uh, for a couple tours now, and like song is just like like I, f- I feel different. like it's just so different. Yeah. It's so. It's just like completely. It's the beginning's very gazy, and and uh, uh, well, I guess like the meat and potatoes of the song is pretty pretty much the same, but I guess the ending. Yeah, go ahead. You have something to say. No, go go go. You're just you're feeling my body. You're, you're feeling my energy. Just I'm feeling energy. Yeah, my. Yeah. I I'm I'm done. Go for it. Oh, I was just gonna say when you're playing live. Um, and you make those decisions where you kind of like sauce up the song to a point yeah, where yeah. it's like a little bit different. Do you find that you like, do you guys either talk about that after the show where you're like, oh yeah, I kind of felt that, like the crowd really liked that part, or do you kind of like just make the decisions on your own as you play and then it just becomes, oh. you know what I mean? Because like, oh, you know that's what I a mean? Good question. Yeah, I like know. that question. Sometimes it's premeditated. <laughs> Like yeah. we'll, like we'll be jamming and be like, oh, I like that. And I'm just gonna do that. But then, yeah, I, I think there's a a lot of uh, things that I do live consistently that were just like done in the moment. Like it'd be mm-hmm. like just like really stoned, like 
like, <laughs> like playing live and then just like doing something because I think this wouldn't it be funny if I did this <laughs> and it ends up sounding sick yeah. And, yeah and I just keep doing there's, it there's a lot of stuff too where it's just kind of unspoken and it's just from the it's just the product of us playing it over and over again mm-hmm. it just kind of gradually turns into something else yeah mm-hmm. and that and that's how a lot of like the kind of feel of a song will change or something from the recording it's just us playing it over and over again live after we've like released it or something i think as a listener going to see a live performance of a band that you've probably listened to the record over and over and over again you have it memorized just as well as they do and you go to see them and they start doing some improvisation on stage mm-hmm. and like really changing it up that's when it blows your mind and you're like holy shit like it's a totally different experience now i've went to see bands that do like cookie cutter of how yeah, the album's like played verbatim. and i'm like yeah. wow yeah. they nailed it but yeah. okay you yeah, know true. yeah you're like that was really cool. like when we went to go see uh the contortionist what are you getting in toronto exactly. um you probably didn't know because you didn't listen to much of their stuff before but when the contortionist played and they they're such a vibey band that they changed up so many parts and it was just really surprising and it made me appreciate like how they communicate with each other as a band like in the moment which i think is like kind of an important thing because like you can be a band that like you know nowadays with the internet like bands can each member can be like at you know different corners of the world and then they can you know meet up and rehearse for a week before tour and they can fucking nail it but I feel like there's a difference because you can really tell when there's like an energy in the band mm. that they communicate really well like on stage and off the stage mm. and I think that kind of like adds a special kind of uh, as the French call certain I don't know what to the music uh, je ne sais quoi je ne sais quoi I think the first instance That's the joke uh, the, fir- <laughs> the first instance of like uh, feeding off someone's energy and like creating those like moments was definitely like Bad Clover with like mm. because the the, the track is like it's it just kind of a, a brontosaurus like it, level in energy just kind of like it's like a, yeah. a two minute song in like you know what I'm talking about yeah, that's like that's like a brontosaurus energy is crazy and then brontosaurus energy big brontosaurus energy yeah and then like I'm, all, I, I'm almost done this thought I swear to god yeah so like, so like at the end thanks but thanks baby yeah I think it was uh, Nathan like improvising over like mm-hmm. that section and then just like it changed what everyone was doing and like that that's happened a lot throughout uh, yeah that, we've been playing Bad Clover's like a two minute song but it's like a <laughs> seven minute track oh, yeah. nice that's really cool because I guess like as a listener you sometimes like when you you see that going on on stage and you feel that energy the band is feeling that like tenfold I'm yeah. sure because they're looking at like they, they're that seeing my that fucking have, face but also times how many people are in the crowd also reacting so that like inward energy kind of gets brought in like a crazy amount right yeah. alright so we're coming up on an hour we're gonna take a quick little bathroom break Bro- sandwich Ooh, break whatever you. you gotta do <laughs> ragu break uh, so yeah we'll be back in like five minutes or so beautiful hell yeah how many show notes hey what's up welcome back to the ape audio podcast we're yeah. sitting down with romancer woo woo um so I just want to remind everybody that this episode is brought to you by Glue Apron. Uh, you've heard of Blue Apron before. Fresh produce, fresh meats delivered right to your front door. This is nothing like that. This is an apron covered in glue. Um, you, you don't have to tie it up. You don't have to worry about that. It's totally hands-free. You just slap it, slap it right on the front of your body. Glue Apron. Thank you. <laughs> 
Also want to give a quick shout out to uh, the McCoys. The, the Norman Thunderpaws, I think, is one. That Norman Thunderpaws. Shout out to shout, shout out. out to the cat. Hashtag Normie has friends. Smash that like button. <laughs> fist it. Fist the bell. Oh, yeah. Fist that bell. <laughs> fist it. Uh, shout out to Caleb. Mm. What's poppin' Caleb Church out? Caleb! What up, Caleb? Yo, Tyler, what's up, guy? Hey, hey, Tyler. Hi, Mom. Hey, Tyler. <laughs> Right. That's my real voice. Hey, Tyler. <laughs> okay, so okay, um, before the break, we were talking about what? I, I don't know. <laughs> what yeah, upsets, shit, what I don't upsets know. you at Ikea? I, I think we were talking about like honey, how Honeybee was... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, we're just going to let that one go for a bit. <laughs> what, what upsets you guys at Ikea? You go around, try all pronounce these words, and it's... it's it's really, it can be really trying on somebody. Just, I'll, I'll say that much. Their meatballs are overrated. Me yeah, the veggie ones time. suck. I love okay, all of it. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't think I really like IKEA. Yo, the I've veggie meatballs. I love the way oh. their little um, when I was a kid. demo rooms remember. are set up, oh, and I go, "Wow, this is how people live." Yeah. And then I just go home to my. Who shoes. lives like this? <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard to navigate in that store. They got the arrows on the yes. ground and everything. Yeah. yeah, but like those arrows don't lead you anywhere. You keep following Yo, them. The arrows are all the same. Like, like in the basement, it's like all this like fucked up warehouse. Like you just went through like paradise for like two hours, and then it's like, oh, now you're down here with all the normies. It's <laughs> the best part. <laughs> I, I like their blueberry cheesecake that I had at one time. That sounds amazing. And then uh, there's just like there's slices of pizza on your way out. Swedish like, meatballs. Really good. They're overrated. The meatballs, I think they, they are, are overrated. They are. They're good, but they're overrated. But they yeah. tr- they're doing their best. They're mm. trying. They like a- I think they're made out of horse. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> sorry. Um. So you guys put out a video recently. I think. Oh, yeah. What was it? A month? Did, uh, month ago? Two months? Uh. Yeah. Like a, a month ago. Super yeah. trippy. And that was for your song, Milo. Milo and, and Pink Regret. Pink regret. Milo and Pink Regret. Yeah. Cool. And you, you, um, you got iced out visuals and Mercedes Arnhorn yeah. to uh, do that yeah. video with yeah. you guys. We so did. like, I was really interested. Like, what was the aesthetic and the vibe and the feel for the video that you you guys were kind of after? Was there like a concept or anything, yeah. or were you uh, just like, let's get some lights and some fog and let's just do it? I think initially that more of like, yeah, the latter there. I think. Uh, the main inspiration for the video was me falling asleep to like my VHS tapes every night. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I I have I, I amassed like golden age Disney and like Disney Renaissance like perfect collection uh, minus Treasure Planet. So that, that's def- very sought after in my collection. I really want. Have you seen Treasure Planet? Two thousand two. I feel so like good. Burger King gave me a toy for Treasure Planet, oh, and I was like, if Burger King's tossing <laughs> out these toys, I'm not watching yeah, it. Sure wasn't. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like, it's a, like, very, like, space pirate vibes. It's, yeah, it's right. cool. Yeah, the, the, oh, the, yeah, they're they're flying around the boats with the golden sails, right? Yeah. That's Treasure Planet, yeah. right? He's got, like, this windsurfer yeah, kind of, right. like, that's jet right. thing, and it's you super dope. It. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it was falling asleep to those all the time, just, like, I couldn't get over the, uh, I couldn't get over just like the visuals and just so we we uh Sage and I went to uh the Waterloo Public Library and we uh sorry it's a little sorry I have like really bad ADD do you mind turning it down a little bit yeah else I'm never gonna be able to finish as someone with extremely bad ADD yeah I got you thanks man yeah yeah uh so basically, yeah, <laughs> 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 the second like any music comes on, it's just like. 
<laughs> yeah, inside his yeah, brain. It's really bad. so crazy. Yeah, so uh, we went to the library and they had this uh, VHS to media converter. So it was as easy as like hitting the record button on the, the hardware cool. and like playing the video and like it would just record. You, you could record fast forward and reverse. And like once we knew that we could do that, that opened up so many like ideas and doors because like so many. Like, I feel like a lot of the scenes we liked were good. They were like, oh, this is this is okay. Like it, it, it's it's all very warm. But I wish we could get to some parts faster, so we would fast forward and we'd get to all the cool parts and have the like the grainy kind of like cool. fast forwarding lines. And you can see that on a, on a, a lot of the shots, like that. Like that's really fast. Mm-hmm. So yeah. not only do you need your music to entertain oh. your brain constantly, you need the video too as well. Mm. Is that what you're yeah. saying? You had to speed sure, up to yeah. the parts that were, <laughs> were really busy, had a lot of action going yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think I think like one of the notes like we made for it was like we we would like something that's like very like Malcolm in the Middle theme songy. I'm not I'm not sure. Maybe that was just like one of my notes. And I think they turned it right. I think they turned it right the fuck out. Like they really they really did great on this. It was really cool. Like being able to kind of trust uh, uh, Mercedes and trust uh, trust Jakey from Iced Out Visuals mm-hmm. uh, with, with with the end product here, and they they created us some. Really, really special and something really cool. I'm, yeah. I'm very, I'm very happy with it's like with how su- it turned super out. Super yeah. underrated. Just yeah, like definitely. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. visuals are like they're just yeah they're really intricate when you yeah like that kind of stuff like the trail yeah, like motion. You, you don't oh, yeah. get color local video smoke. producers who yeah. can do yeah. stuff like this. No, it's just amazing. No, it's super lot, cool. No. Yeah, I could list off everything like we sampled. Uh, there's like a shot from My Fair Lady, like the beginning where it's all flowers. There's a, a Dumbo when Dumbo's having the crazy dream. Uh, that's Fantasia. Lots of Fantasia. Disney, please don't sue us. Oh, no, it's 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 it's, 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 it's obfuscated. What about the, uh, will know. We're not playing yeah. the video. If we played like the, you know the what I video, mean? Yeah. Played it like have that. That would yeah. be. Yeah, but since it's like projected on us, it, we're using it in a different way. What about the uh, credits cool. that were over? Oh, uh, that is a. Uh, oh, what credits is that? I think that's Fantasia credits. That's yeah, really cool. That's though. gotta be. I yeah, love that yeah, too. Yeah. yeah, that was like last minute. Like that's a really it, cool. It, it, it didn't have our, uh, didn't have like our faces like animated in like that. But, but I love the shot of. Like, was it, it just it, like overexposure and then they just mm-hmm. fucked around with the? I, th- I think like uh, Jacob yeah. of like I, I saw visuals. He's I think a lot of the stuff like with uh, like animate animation on our face and stuff. That was mm-hmm. all frame by frame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean I need to have him confirm that. But I know for the. Uh, for like the rainbowness on my face, that was that. That was all frame by frame. Cool, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. It's definitely like one of the like so proud of it. Mm. Yeah, one hundred percent. And like couldn't have had like I'm so glad I got to do it with our friends, Sades and Jacob too. Yeah, I, I awesome. wanted to ask like what what exactly like I I've seen Jacob's work around a little bit, mm. and it, he's kind of been popping off this year yeah. or. Uh, Late last year, yeah, yeah. Um, I hope he stays popping off, man. Yeah, he's, he's a great, he's a great fucking yeah. video. Yeah, for sure, it yeah. definitely oh, shows. Yeah. I wanted to ask, like, what exactly did Jacob bring to the table for you guys that made you want to come back to him? Because mm-hmm. I think he did your first video as well, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what made you want to come back to him? And then, um, what did Mercedes bring to mm-hmm. the table for you guys? Uh, Jacob is just super talented. Uh, I've, I've known both uh, him and Mercedes for like eight, nine years. So, like. Jacob, since he was, uh, now he's Jacob Kaylee Lees, but he used to be Jacob Kaylee Lees. 
<laughs> it was like like I think he's born in like I think he's born in 1998. So like uh, so like eight. is that what happens like uh, after you yeah. come out of a hyperbolic time chamber? <laughs> That's how you transform. So he wasn't granted the rank of a Jedi Master. No, he was very he was very young when when I met him. But we okay. just got to watch him like just work on his craft for so long. He's just been killing it. He he uh, does he uh, films edits uh, and like directs videos full time. He doesn't have another job, and he's just like one of the most talented people I know. He's I I don't know if he truly understands like his worth as like a, like a cinematographer like video editor but kid is just so talented so obviously we're gonna want to like you know like collaborate with him again and he's yeah. got so many ideas uh mercedes hasn't like this like working like with like us on like romancer videos at this it's her first taste of like um like uh directing mm-hmm. and she and uh having like been kind of like watching she, she, she's getting more into like visuals and stuff and just like we, we've grown up together like watching like it's like six scary movies like one of our favorites is Suspiria uh, the Dario Argento like 1970s film and just like that that's I think that is like a source of like a lot of like inspiration just for, for visuals uh, yeah like the 80s like uh, tape saturation and whatnot. Uh, yeah. Mandy is another good film that came out recently it's the it's Nick Cage, sorry, Nick, Nick Cage. Cage. Best, I, I'm just gonna come out and say it. Best Nick Cage movie ever. Really, I've yeah. had it bold. sitting bold, in my bold. library, ready to be watched for yeah. so long. But I'm waiting to be in like the perfect mood to want to yeah. watch it. Yeah. Like I got to be feeling a little spooky, a little <laughs> weird, a little like a VHS tape. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And like I keep sitting down with my girlfriend. And we're like, hey, we're gonna watch it tonight. And then like I eat some ice cream. I'm like, no. Not can't eat ice cream and then watch this. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like trying just to cultivate this perfect, perfect neck to watch this movie. Yeah, yeah. but it's, I'm glad to hear that it's really good. Yeah, Sage yeah. is working with us on another video right now. Cool. Yeah, it's just uh, we filmed it all on this old like 480p Panasonic DVD quality camera, and uh, yeah, our tour with Silver Age, we got a lot of footage for it. I uh, got a lot of footage in the summer. It's gonna be like very like nostalgic vibe. And we're just kind of like piecing it together cool. right now. Do you have a song that is going It'll to? It'll be it? for stop motion. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what was really cool about working with them was like the level of like like legitimacy and organization that they both bring to it collectively. Because mm-hmm. I mean, we'd never worked with something that was like, okay, yeah, we're gonna have like a storyboard and we're gonna like set up shots and we're gonna we're, we're gonna bring like this equipment to this certain shooting day and uh, you know we're we're gonna. And, and the the creative and productive choices they were able to kind of make on the fly too, translated super well, right? It was it was, mm. it felt very, it felt very much like we were a part of the art of film rather than just like you know kind of shooting a music video where it's just sort of like kind of kind of kind of free vibe, kind of just yeah. you know feel it out, see see what looks good, see what comes out good, just play for a few hours, see what happens, right? And uh, and, and not not that that's how the first video was. The first video was. I, not, not not a little less organized. It was just a lot, a, a lot, a lot more set up and a lot more kind of single, just driven shots. Like in that one room in uh, in the vineyard. It was all shot in one day. It was. Yeah. Milo was shot over the course of three. three yeah, three right. Days. And that yeah. was that was for Nausicaa. Right? Yeah, 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 Nausicaa. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, was there anything that you guys had learned from like filming that that you wanted to apply to like the the new video? Uh, 
like Milo being the new video. Yeah. Um, yeah, more variety, like more like more A roll, <clears throat> more B roll. Sure. So like I feel like with Nausicaa it was just kinda like two two or three kinds of shots. Whereas like Milo has like so many different like I feel like there's yeah, like I said, like more variety. Sure. Yeah. Definitely. Nausicaa is where we got a taste of like Jakey's Jakey's incredible ability for effects mm-hmm. right and i mean like that show is obviously like more of the more of the rap and hip-hop videos he produces in town too um but then he kind of applied that same stuff to us and like kind of got us more where we were feeling and made some really cool creative choice i'm, I'm really happy with how nausicaa turned out but it is much more of like a a direct kind of like like singularly focused video rather than Rather, rather than Milo and Pink Regret, which is more, 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 more kind of story-ish, or at least more, more dynamic, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the first video that I saw by Jacob was a video that he did for Courage, My Love, mm-hmm. and oh, wow. it like caught my attention was right it, away. Was it an older one or is it a newer one? I want to say it's a newer one. Maybe it came out around like sometime during the summer. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it would have been tough love then. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I, I watched that, and I was like, wow, this is really cool. And then they tossed out a shout-out to Iced Out Visuals. I'm like, i got to check this out. Yeah. Oh, it's a local guy. Yeah. Holy shit. This dude has a lot of talent, but like, it doesn't seem like he has a huge like presence online yeah. yet. Yeah, not yet. Um, yeah, so it was, it's really cool that you guys are working with him mm-hmm. as well. <laughs> yeah, he's he's like so slept on. I don't understand like how like people aren't like... Like how, like in in our scene, because yeah. it's all rap videos for him right now. Yeah, right? yeah. but just like you guys, you're able to pull elements from different music into your music. A videographer and a director should be able to, or clearly he can mm-hmm. pull elements from the different styles of videos that he does, and then plunk them onto you guys. And it it is a quality product still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like maybe if he was to pair up with the right person, he could really explode the business yeah. you know he's trying to make yeah. viral videos right now yeah that's his goal right now is he just like open to like any kind of people to make content with or is he just kind of like oh uh, like you know I want the specific thing he, he uh I, I mean I'm not sure if he's like trying to collaborate with like non like doing like non-musical stuff yeah but yeah it'd be like it, it's more like he's trying to have his effects and like the video be the the focus. Okay. And, and like that, that, it definitely has yeah, that his like, like he like has push. his signature yeah. on it. Oh, you yeah. watch it. To help the right you watch any of his song. videos and you gotcha. know that it's him that yeah. made it. Just like yeah. um I guess like when you hop onto Instagram and you see any of these really like popular photographers like you can kind of pick out which images are produced by them or like a famous illustrator you can pick out which images are done by them. Mm, yeah. And he's doing that with music videos which is super cool and not something that always shines through, I no, guess. Yeah. Yeah, totally. That, that, that fingerprint, that yeah. footprint. Yeah. His little, his little trademark is yeah. really cool. Yeah. yeah. There it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There it is. So you guys, I think, just over the weekend, played a show with Exalt? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was Tell great. us about it. Yeah. How was it? <laughs> it was agreeable, it was co-worker. Thank you. <laughs> I am Funny. glad we had this conversation. This has been fun and professional. Yes. <laughs> Hugs must, that are appropriate for the I workplace. I must go now. <laughs> I only Exalt's like you as a friend. <laughs> Exalt's always been a band that we just like <clears throat> respect so much. Yes. They're so cool. They've always been grinding it out on the local scene. Oh, yeah. Like even oh. since the quote unquote scene mm-hmm. days. Yeah. It yeah. was, yeah. you know, like just seeing them kind of a slightly different lineup and just cranking it out into the point where they are now, yeah. like with Hope Fest, you know. Yeah. They, so they, how they, was that show? Yeah. Like, yeah. Stupid cool. So sick. Yeah. 
it's it's always like kind of like nerve-wracking like okay we're kind of the completely different band that's being put on this bill like wonder how we're going to be received but when we like at least when i was kind of joining the band we mostly just played kind of With hardcore him. shows mm-hmm. um I feel that so playing this kind of show it kind of like at least brought me back to like those kinds of shows where it's like okay like we we're we're obviously different but we can still like kind of provide a similar sort of energy and mm. it can still be appreciated luckily um so that that's kind of the vibe I got from that show is that obviously yeah. it was a hardcore show and we were the different band but mm. you're embracing it, being the sore thumb mm-hmm. yeah, yeah but yeah, cool. it but it we still felt <clears throat> welcomed yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, we had oh, yeah. talked we, about we this with um, yeah. Sam Hillifer of Sundiver when he, he was on the show, um, saying how the scene is kind of breaking away from just having a strictly hardcore bill yeah. and starting to mix in different artists mm-hmm. and how people are more accepting of that. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe eight, nine years ago, I've definitely been to a show where a band like you guys might have come on stage and I would get the fuck out of here. <laughs> this is bullshit. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Like, Remember we're just, we're shit, just here yeah. to get wasted and fucking mosh or like whatever. But yeah. <laughs> people are just talking their genres, I think. Definitely. Yeah. Nobody yeah. wanted yeah. to branch People are also out. younger, right? So yeah. it's kind of like oh, yeah. they're more committed to their, yeah. what they like. And, and I had said that I, I feel like having so much music readily at your fingertips has kind of opened people up to expanding out of that genre. It wasn't like you had your CDs and then you had to go pay like 12, 15, 20 bucks to go pick up something else. Obviously, you're going to stick with right. what you knew yeah. when, when you were dropping that kind of cash, yeah. but now you can pay like 8 bucks and just have an unlimited amount. Too much music. Too much yeah, music. Too much. And it gets curated to you, so it, like the, the services are kind of forcing you to listen to other stuff and broaden your horizon. Like, horizon. for you. Horizon. Horizon. I try and stay away from like the, the, the playlists. Yeah. I, I feel like it, this is just me. I definitely know, like, like you, you guys know, like, if you're a movie buff or like TV buff, you'll never watch everything you want to watch. Right. And that you'd just be like, damn, like, I got too much to do. I have work. I have like friends. I can't like watch all these TV shows. Uh, and like, I, th- I feel like the same way with music. And like, there is gonna be like, there's lots of new music, but there's just like so much old music that I want to digest right now. Yeah. And, 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 and so it's always like, like music's very much like homework for me. I'm constantly like, mm-hmm. you're like, yeah. you're an active listener. You kind of study it. Yeah. Okay. Now let me flip that on you a bit. So what was since you're kind of straying away from recommendations? What was the best thing that you still listen to to this day that was from a recommendation? Can oh, I, w- I will say online because just so it's like more robotic, yeah. like a more robotic recommendation. But like, is there something maybe in the last like I don't know, like couple oh, of years that like either it be like a YouTube recommended Spotify or whatever your streaming platform is, okay. and they kind of you know you're like oh, and you like we're willing to show people that artist, and it was kind of you know out of yeah. that. Oh man. Mm. I wish I, like I wish there was any band that was coming to, or any artist that was coming to mind to me right so now. the robots yeah, like, uh, are still failing <laughs> yeah, ro- ro- AI robots haven't been very helpful Inferior. to me yeah yeah, yeah. the oh, drummer but, from structures rec- uh, he's put out cloud kicker I had never heard yeah. of him and I was like oh that's a cool name you know let yourself be huge just good message clicked it mm-hmm. That was it, down the rabbit hole. I never, I never, and it's weird because you guys are a post-rock band, I never really got into post-rock, didn't really 
come across it and that was the first time and ever since then it's just like oh god this is when you want to get in the feelings and like not like in your feelings like drake kind of thing but when you actually <laughs> want to feel everything that's the best kind of music yeah, in my drake opinion. wanted to feel everything with that 17 year old <laughs> oh my god mm. all right oh, yeah. so i basically have like two two other questions <laughs> to get to and then i know you guys have yeah. received some questions in on yeah. instagram if you want to get into those after actually, um, i could say one more thing about the exalt show if you want. sure yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 so uh so uh, our paradigm of being like the sore thumb at the at an exalt show was uh, we had saw exalt like exalt's so cool that they w- would want to have a mix bill and like they understand that they have like control over who could be on the show so they invited like uh, one of their friends I think M- Nicole Dollenganger she's amazing love her music uh, I think just it might have just been the people that were at the show. Uh, but like she was getting like talked over. Her music's very quiet, very like this, qui- this very was vibey. Their, this was their album release show. Yes. Yeah, no, not the and uh, oh, man. and it was just like I, I felt so bad for for like I imagine that'd be really distracting. You're trying to you know express yourself, and there's just everyone in the room is talking sure. over you. There's obviously people listening, but it was it was just a bummer that like just so many people talking. So we were concerned going into the show that like. During our loud parts, it'd be fine, but then we'd get to the part where we need to like focus and have it chill out, and just like I wouldn't be able to focus on singing, and I'd have to like half sing and listen to every what you you know like earlier, like I couldn't yeah, talk because the music was on. Like it's like that if people are talking, it, like while I'm singing, I, it it absolutely affects like yeah, my singing. Yeah, definitely. And I so totally like, get that. but dead silence. Mm-hmm. Just like it was, and that was. That was the best feeling ever. Sure, being in, being playing a show where, like, it was so likely that people were going to talk over us, and no one. And did. then everyone was just fixated yeah. on you yeah. guys. And it was just like, wow, yeah, actually, yeah, that attention span. That's yeah, really cool to receive yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. I, 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 I mean, I think like Exalt kind of relates to like bands like that on that level too. Because I mean, obviously they're not, they're not like just a conventional beat down like hardcore band. Like they, they create like a a very atmospheric, a very, like, dark, kind of foggy, brooding, yeah, like, kind of kind of holy yeah. moment sort of thing, right? It's very... It, it's it, it's it's always been admirable what they do, and they've been doing that since day one, and they have, they have, they have mm-hmm. yet to... I, I think I've yet to see them, like, on a bill that they just, like, fit in with, but they're always the highlight of the event for me. Like, yeah. Shout out Exalt. They're, they're yeah. fucking great. They're gonna, they're gonna keep on keeping on. I yeah, every time I've seen yeah. those dudes, the power level is just through the Ooh, roof. Yeah. <laughs> Oof, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Gotta bring my scouter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So, I'm kind of gonna roll it back to, uh, you guys came back from your American tour, and you landed in Hope Fest. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about Hope Fest a little bit. It's something that we all think is really dope. Want to see it stick around. Want to see it come back. Corey Phoenix. Um, yeah. I'm kind of interested to see your perspective on it. <laughs> how, how how was how was it handled? How was it managed? How was it uh, um, put to public attention? Did you guys find that to be like pretty adequate? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. We had yeah. like amazing turnout. Yeah. Yeah, it was catered, yeah. super good. Cool. Like, yeah. like, what kind of snacks? Uh, like, there was like Mexican food, there was like guacamole, rice. It was a taco farm? Yep. Yeah, 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 taco oh, farm. Right yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, cool. damn, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and like security weren't my fan. Okay. No, they give you a hard time or what? It's it's Maxwell's security. Uh, oh, it's like Maxwell's security. security. You, you, okay. you've, you've, yeah. you've got your real gems in the situation, you got your real. Uh, Real, real lumps and toe heads. You know, uh, you know, you know yeah. the type. Cold, yeah. 
You got your real coals. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, I think like Kyle Wappler's decision to take a more local approach with Hope Fest as opposed to like rebirthing what Koi, Koi Fest, Fest once was yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. was a very smart decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just oh, yes. because like it it really needed a grassroots rebirth mm-hmm. where it kind of needed to start all over again to like how it once was from the first year. Yeah, yeah you make a good And point. I think that's why it was so successful this yeah. past year. So do you think that with that being said of him trying to start it off and trying to plant a huge local seed, let's just say, um, do you think that um, that is a good starting point to then kind of branch outward, or do you feel like it should kind of stay within like the southern Ontario kind of framework? Because remember with Koi, it yeah. started off as that and then kind of grew into a more... Um, like mainstream thing and that kind of I know yeah. there was other things kind of behind the scenes that kind of uh, made it come to a close but yeah it's 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 probably pattern, like too early to say at this point like at this point right. I think it should probably stay local yeah. like yeah. just because like it's been the first kind of year of the rebirth and like I don't know festivals like Koi Fest and Scene Fest and stuff like that they always started off and became known as strictly local festivals yeah and that's kind of what made them so renowned and like kind of grounded and like have a solid foundation for people to come back yeah. next mm-hmm. year. But how do you feel about something like Koi Fest in that kind of time where remember like every time I die I played where it was like there was a lot of local stuff and they were playing in all those venues mm-hmm. yeah. and then they kind of had a main stage like how yeah. do you kind of feel about that kind yeah. of vibe where that they, was exciting. I mean, like, yeah. It was great. Yeah. yeah, it was almost like the majority was local but your headliners were like some people would pay to see those just for those headliners yeah. but uh, like yeah. us uh, I think us I prefer lines. the two the two stages just and, and like keep cause like old Koi Fest lineups were just enormous I know and mm. it was just yeah it, yeah. yeah. it was like something the, to yeah. like you know yeah, yeah. it felt like a Koi real Koi festival like you were oh, missing yeah dope bands to see other dope bands you yeah, know yeah. and you're like man but i want to be here so you go for like 10 minutes of one set and then you're running to go yeah. see somebody else and it was like really exciting but yeah then i feel like it was kind of partitioned because you had those people that would just hang out at main stage like the whole entire time almost yeah, your garden or whatever yeah, yeah and they like they didn't indulge themselves in some of the smaller local acts yeah, which isn't yeah. necessarily a bad thing because i'm sure there was crossover where people went to see the main stage acts and while they're waiting around or whatever would go see somebody else yeah. but yeah i feel like it almost grew to this like unsustainable yeah proportion mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. no with, with local festivals it's definitely the challenge is keeping the balance of having big enough bands to draw people out who wouldn't normally go see local bands Mm -hmm. and have them actually see the local bands and want to have them keep coming out to those local band shows to kind of grow the scene but yeah it's definitely the challenge is like making sure you're not like putting all of the money towards the guarantees of the giant bands and then that's what kills the festival yeah for sure so Yeah. yeah, you know what help? And then they don't show up. Periphery RX showing up. Seven. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Clowns, <laughs> balloon animals. Oh, hell yeah! I'm down with that. One thing I was thinking about. Wait, isn't that Ever After? Don't they have like clowns and balloon animals and circus rides and shit? 
Did they have Circus no. Rise at Ever After? Yeah. Wow, that's gnarly. I've, I've never, never been, but I've seen like photos. They have yeah. like Tilt-A-Whirl, like little mini roller coasters. And Is that the electronic dance music? Yeah. People yeah. dress up like troll dolls and shit. This is great. Fucking crazy. I liked what you said about like, I think like if say the main stage if everyone were to just hang out at the main stage and just see all the big bands you know you're missing out on like a band you might think is cool like on one of the like the indoor venues just around the city but with hope fast even the locals were on like the big stages mm-hmm. yeah. so sick and uh I, you know it just gives it's just more opportunity for for those sure like, and that's like crazy bands. morale for yeah. like oh, you yeah. guys you're like oh was, we're we're of like equal Exactly. To these yeah, guys, right? In, it's like we're not being shoved in the chrysalids theater where there's like three <laughs> dudes and one dude's like passed out and vomiting on the floor. Shout out to the gate. Yeah, yeah. Like, like the, these areas were cool too because they had something that like catered more towards people who were more comfortable in like those local shows. Which I mean, like like some of us still are. I'd sooner I'd sooner kind of have a more intimate event than like some big main stage. But sure. then again, like you're absolutely right. For morale, it was amazing. Like mm. for us, like sharing the same stage as like Let Live mm-hmm. that one year was. was absolutely yeah. fucking bonkers and we were like in like disbelief like oh, oh my really god cool. like like i think i think we were still lancaster at the time because that was that was 2015 Ooh, and but, oh, but we were this Koi, current yeah. we were this current Koi lineup here i think yeah 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 and we 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 like they ended up putting us on main stage it was like okay okay it was it was really cool yeah it was it was definitely very uplifting to be to be up there and to be in and on on the main event kind of stage right that was cool yeah i think that um what you were saying before about you know koi having that kind of like double stage thing was really Mm -hmm. cool that not only yeah sorry whole fest jesus Mm -hmm. um was really cool about uh not only did it you know allow you to kind of feel like there was equal like the, the playing field was like leveled amongst all the bands but it also was cool because while one band was performing the other band was like sound checking and setting up so basically there was this like five minute top span between performances which yeah. kind of just kept everybody like okay I gotta go to the next one gotta go to the next sure, one gotta go to the next sure. show there was no just like the delay, language were just really, kept up that whole time yeah, yeah I think that was really like uh, uh, a really important part in keeping the crowd engaged because you know usually if there's like half an hour before bands in a festival mm-hmm. people will you know like go for a drink go for a smoke maybe go get something to eat mm-hmm. realize they can't come back in can't go back in <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, I don't think Maxwell. I I wish Maxwell's would like serve food. Yeah, I, I thought it was cool. like the law they, for a, a, an established, you know, for a place that sells like alcohol only yeah. to sell yeah, food, they, but some I think companies get away like with like selling chips. And chips and yeah. Yeah. yeah, they weren't they letting like people back in. Like, they weren't letting people back they in. They, left. They, they used to sell hot dogs, didn't they? Popcorn. No, Maxwell's had pizza. They had a little pizza. They had a little pizza thing. Remember? Pizza. Yeah, I bought a pizza there. Yeah, I'd love to try Maxwell's pizza. I think they just ordered Maxwell's pizza. Maxwell's classic pizza. Maxwell's. Yeah. With like a chef's hat or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so um pertaining to Hope Fest still, um, I think we've kinda heard like a lot of the positives about it. What's like one thing you guys would ch- change about it for next year? Was there anything? Whoa. You don't you mm. don't have to like dig for anything if it doesn't come yeah. to mind like right away. Just like something where you kind of got off the stage and you were like or the next day you were like, Man, I could have gone. I don't know. I I think this is like, I think they've fully like accomplished this step in the right direction. Mm -hmm. So if anything, it would just be to like continue this. Cool. Like this direction. I think it's going to like 
blow up again. Yeah. You hear that, Kyle? You fucking nailed it. I don't yeah, know if you're great job. You nailed it. Yeah. I great hope job. Kyle went home that night thinking like, yeah, I did. I did good today because <laughs> he should. Like, it was yeah. so. I, love I know. I know. On his that. personal uh, social media accounts, he was gushing quite a bit for for the turnout and how yeah, the bands yeah. performed and everything it was really yeah. sweet. Oh, well, he should be, man. Yeah. He made yeah. that. Yeah. You made Proud it. dad. Proud dad. Yeah. Hey, hi Kyle. Kyle. Daddy Watt. Seen dad, Kyle. <laughs> All right, so uh, Romancer has received a couple questions from some of their fans. Hopefully, none of their enemies. In the old instant yeah. messaging box. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna duck into that. See, see what their fans have Hell to ask. Yeah. We're gonna slide into that today. Hey, hey. let's slide <laughs> oh into these DMs. Yeah. <laughs> let's go deep. Oh, Ian. <laughs> oh wait. Just like Be- before that, Adam. <laughs> I'm supposed to ask <laughs> you. Um, <laughs> What can you tell me about Mr. Houghton's socks and sandals routine? Wow! <laughs> Mr. Houghton. Oh, dude. I, I, <laughs> I mean, it's been, it's been a long time since high school. Mr. Houghton is my, was my music teacher from grade 9 to super 12. Uh, he's like, it defi- like, I remember visiting uh, recently, like, like within like the last year, and seeing Mr. Houghton, almost crying, just because like, I just... Like he has just such a special place in my heart. Like love Mr. Houghton so much. His uh, socks and sandals, pretty legendary. That's fantastic. Yeah, just, we we like it was always it was always kind of known in the room. It was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and is it is it true that he um, would constantly try to bar you guys from playing uh, Reptilia by the Strokes? Who who are you talking to right now? <laughs> like Nardwar right now. This is like this is some Nardwar shit. Yeah. We have to know that. <laughs> but who? Where do you get? I need to know where you get your. I'll tell you from. off air. Okay, good. Uh, sorry, what, uh, Reptilia. Yeah. Yeah, we had a uh, um, uh, Riley Moore, uh, Hansel Beckmayer, Brandon Lockwood. They're always like playing like you know Reptilia or so- or something or like. Robbie Carvalho playing Dream Theater. Robbie so that, Carvalho. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, great. Yeah, oh, man. I'll have to yeah. bring that up for Lockwood, shout too, when he comes that. on, I guess. <laughs> shout out to Sierra. Sierra's hey. fucking yeah. sick. Yeah, I just wanted to pick your brain on that, see what your yeah. reaction was. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I hope it was. <laughs> I hope it was the reaction you got. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Mr. Hatton. <laughs> yeah, he, uh, it's so funny. Uh, Mr. Houghton said, uh, this was before I, like, took singing lessons or anything, I was in choir, Mr. Houghton, I think, like, he, he, he I think I had just, like, sang something really bad, uh, like, the tenors, oh, great, tenors, here, here, here you go, sing your part, and then, and it was, it was our turn, uh, I just, I didn't really know how to, like, control my voice very well back in the day, and I think I, like, just belted something, like, really bad, and he was, like, I think he, like, made a comment about me being tone deaf. <laughs> 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 that, was a, that, that was funny. Look at him now. Look at him now. So, so, <laughs> so Look at me now, Mr. Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. I love him. Uh, alright, this question is, uh, Severia asks, uh, what is your writing process like? Uh, it, we, we talked about this earlier, like, it used to be a lot of, like, creating, uh, instrumentals first like the most exciting roller coaster we could possibly make just like instrumentally and then we'd throw vocals on top and now it's more like song first trying to you know tell a story uh you know like uh, ben's ben has like been killing it with lyrics he's like he's written i think one full song by himself and then all the new songs we've been doing so far have all been like 
50-50, me and Benny. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll sort of we'll sort of have this kind of this this cool little back and forth where we get uh, like the satisfaction of our like collaborative efforts like and mm-hmm. when we get, when we meet up like you know like if if we can like once a week sort of thing and then we'll we'll kind of bang out as much as we can like that'll set the kind of set the stage for a song we'll split off and we'll we'll do more writing and more elaborating on our own ideas for it right we'll meet back up and kind of share and compare right mm-hmm. and, uh, and and that's really exciting for how it uh, for how it starts turning out instrumentally we're i th- I, th- I think we're incorporating a lot more jazzy kind of funky themes at least i'd like to think like we're definitely getting way more jazzy yeah Yeah. and and that's that's an exciting step that's that's an exciting step that i think i think like writing honeybee kind of helped us to transition towards right Mm. and that's why we're that's why we're seeing that as such like a transitional step album right is because it's making it more it, it it gave us the liberty to kind of experiment more i think right that's how far along are you guys with the writing of Um, your your new project Uh, i think they're like in terms of like full songs that are like like 90% done like all like 95 like like that we can play like all together I think we have around like three right now Mm -hmm. and then there's like lots of like fragmented ideas and like we want the album to have a lot of uh like like uh interludes and like like fun samples and like not like a skit, but like kind of something that would function as like a skit, like, yeah. like a rap album. Don't, like a soup don't go too hard on the skit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were just talking I, last week about skit, how much we hate like some nasty sex skits and stuff. Oh uh, god, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, me too. Let me just. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, what's another track? Uh, when are we coming to play London next? Uh, we play uh, London on the twenty. I'm waiting for you to say it. Fourth. Fourth. This uh, Thursday, January 24th at Rum Runners. With Bogues, super talented songwriter mm. from Nashville, uh, Murfreesboro, sorry. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Sweet Tooth. Nice. Amazing, like, prog, melodic, math, pop, post-hardcore band. Uh, and then we have Heavy Gloom. And Bob's, uh, it's like a new project from Bob Blah Bob Blah Blah. Uh, yeah, and he's such a good songwriter, such a good vocalist, so expressive. We love him. And who else is on that show? Millhouse. And Millhouse. Millhouse. We're lucky to have Millhouse on uh, so uh, half the Canadian dates on, on our next tour, which is, uh, and Millhouse is just probably the coolest up-and-comer from Toronto right now. Mm. And uh, yeah, they're just like stupid talented. The guitarist, very, he's, he's a blues guy. And uh and uh Mike the drummer he's like he's drums. not he's not human yeah he's no. not human he's so they're both so creative they'll do like fun loops and like even on their live session they'll like that like that's so scary to me how you can like use a loop pedal live and have it be like have it work and be in, in sync yeah. and stuff that's so scary I've watched fr- I've watched friends fail at that live and it's always like ah but then like Millhouse I just it's like. I'm waiting for it to the fuck failure. up, but it d- never happens, and it always sounds so dope. Did you want to do a sure new question? Yeah, I got one. Uh, favorite Ontario band? Ben, you go first. All right, we're we're each gonna like just start naming off a few. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go out there and say Exalt for sure. Yeah, you guys been beating it up forever. Uh, pass it down the list. Uh, no, for, for doing Waterloo, uh, still we got Goldfinch, Courage, mm-hmm. My Love. 
I thought we were gonna do like one each. Okay, yeah. Keep oh, on so going. One going. Each. <laughs> Just nurse. I can't say there, one. You? No. <laughs> you can't say one. <laughs> Oh no! Like I can't say just one. Oh, yeah, no, no. Yeah, one of us can say just one. Yeah, okay. yeah. You know what? All right, I'll stick by my answer. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I like. Just I, pick one you've been grooving with. Yeah. Yeah. Grooving it's with. Not, it's not. It's not shit. Well, anybody one else. Nah. Or you can move on to a different city. Well, like one I gotta say is new design. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> not sure. just because the guy who asked the question is in new design, <laughs> but because new design. But because new design is awesome, and we love playing with them all the time. Oh yeah. Big ups uh, to Nighttime in Kansas, too. Oh, That's a, oh, wow. Nighttime that in Kansas. Is a, that is a huge... Castlefield. Huge, huge movement they're creating. Pine. Oh, my God. Yeah, Pine. Uh, mm-hmm. Bearings in Ottawa. Bearings. Huge cosmic. Oh, huge yeah. fucking cosmic. Terry Green. Terry Green, Green. Mm. Terry Green uh, machine. Shipley Hollow. Shipley Hollow. We love certainty. Shipley. certainty. We love Certainty. Dude, I don't know a single one of these bands. Uh, <laughs> oh. Flug, Flug, Rip, 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 Rip Flug. Um, Downstream, Rest in Peace. Downstream, Rip. Rip. Rarity. Rarity. Uh, uh, side Notes and Life Hold from Brampton. What mm. up, Kai? Uh, another city, uh, London. We got Bodhi Jar. Cheap side. This reminds me of like the end of uh, Sublime's Sublime. record. Break job. Just shout out everybody. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, we could go on. Yeah, yeah you yeah. know what? In, in, honest- post, in post, I'm gonna put their little melody underneath this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm honestly half terrified to forget anybody because yeah. they're all just friends. So. Yeah. And it's literally yeah, if well, I you forget can just anybody, shout out all of, all bands <laughs> rocking in Ontario, man. They're all they're Basically, all so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any band good we've ever com- complimented. Thank you for playing with us. Do uh, do any of you guys want to chime in with a local band? Yeah. Danger Liker. Hell yeah! <laughs> shout out to Danger Liker. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Danger Liker? Parliament Owls in Ottawa. Oh Hell yeah. yeah, dude! Shipley, Wait, yeah. Shipley Hollow. You know, Marcus plays the Shipley Hollow. Oh, as well. okay. My cousin's in Parliament Owls. He's, he's okay. Oh no way! <laughs> Devlin. Yeah, Devlin's alright. Yo, Devlin Shred, dude. Yeah, rest in peace, Gung Ho Catalyst. Um, lately I've been trying to well. This past week, I was trying to prod PK to listen to Block Parent. You did not try doing that. (laughs) Block Parent. They're like this punk apparatus going on in town right now. Uh, I think they just put out a new tape the other day. They just played in Harmony, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they got this crazy fucking raw energy to them. And some people might say that it's been done before, but I don't think this kind of power has really come through the city in a long time, and I think it's really cool. Righteous. Plus, their artwork's fucking savage. Yeah. <laughs> What's the album called? Ah, uh, shit, I can't remember. Perfect. Do you remember? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Perfect. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, no problem. That was helpful. Block Parent, shout out. Yep. Shout yeah. out to the Block Parent. Oh, there's another question. Uh, it's how did you all meet? Hmm. I feel like Nathan. Nathan is definitely a big like connector in this band like yes. he yes he's not here today which is a bummer is he still working what time is it yeah he's still working I remember meeting riley at the 515 after his his band played credit valley nathan played drums in that band uh and i just remember him doing like cool like pentatonic, pentatonic solo and i was just solos. like hey some nice um, <laughs> pentatonic that's literally all I knew Adam for for like two years. Yeah, that's and it's I'm a fine guy. With that. Yeah. <laughs> how, how did I meet? How did I come to? How, how, how did you guys come to find me? Was I was living where in the did, forest. Where did you find me? 
No, in the in the forest, in the dumpster. Who can say? Um, I, I think I think we met up kind of through Andrew Prosser because yeah. uh, when when he was at a time in Lancaster. Which one? Uh, yeah, one of the multiple. Are we sure there's multiple? No. No. Andrew Prosser from from Baden. Tall. From Tall. Tall. I mean, white, Caucasian. I thought there was only one. Multiple. I played in a band with Andrew. Yes. And uh, when I when that band dissolved and I started another <clears throat> band with the same name, Lancaster, uh, Andrew was also in that. Nathan was in that. And uh, we had, I think we didn't have Ben yet. No, we, yeah. We, play, we played David with our friend was, Dave. Yeah. Uh, David Vanderstoot. And, uh, and then I think uh, Dave moved to Calgary. And Dave was sick. It was it was nice playing with Dave. It was just like I'm not gonna let Dave leave. Stop me. Who else plays bass? That's sick. I remember, uh, I went to a youth group thing with Andrew, and yeah. I, I saw Ben playing on stage. I think Ben, even though he was playing like worship music, like like youth group songs on stage, like Ben was still kind of like into it. Low key. Were you doing it in the way had, that you that you do? Ben just like oh, just man. like he 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 Ben just looked like he was already in a van, and it was just like oh, I need this. I love I love I love this guy, and I I, I don't know when I when I talked to him like. It was, prob- it was probably at like one of those like like Woji meetings or something like that. Yeah. We used to. We what used does Woji stand for? Waterloo Oxford Jesus Initiative. When hey, I, when I was still shout with out our boy Jesus. Jesus. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks uh. and shit. Um, yeah, like. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. When I when I was still like in the church. Um, very heavily involved like i was in the, the worship team there like for the youth group and eventually it sort of started to become very much like a like a like an ongoing band dynamic rather than just like okay whoever comes up on sunday plays kind of thing right or whoever's scheduled on sunday plays right it's the same guys coming yeah, yeah. It, it sort of ended up being like the same thing we would get together for jams we would we wouldn't we would never get together for originals but we actually ended up playing like a show uh, at at another church and then we ended up playing a whole bunch of times at the uh at Waterloo Oxford School, like a, a whole bunch of times in their gym, uh, and we opened for like Two Tell and like huge. That's huge when I met acts that like we actually liked back then. It was, and I still, I, I think I, I would still suffice it to say I like Two Tell. They're cool. Yeah. Um, they were they were cool. They're no longer together. But yeah, like that was that was back then. That's when I met you guys. But this is the first I think project I've really kind of given myself to, and it's allowed me like liberties, not just to play like worship music and kind of stand around my eyes closed on stage, right? Mm-hmm. It's fun. <laughs> I think, I think it's it fun was. and interactive now. Benny, uh, <laughs> I think I do remember asking you if you wanted to join the band. Do yes. You, do you remember that? I do, yeah. I remember because... That, that was uh, in a bar? Yeah. Or was it like a sit-down place? Because they had wings. They served wings there. It was... It, it was, was, it, in, was um, it was. It was Teske. Teske was there. Yeah. Did Fire on the Forest play? That show? Oh my god! Oh my god! It's they all did. flooding. They did. Was, flood and they had an after party at their huge place, or a Des- Teskey Baldwin's huge place. Um, yeah. Okay, this band, Fire on the Forest, who we knew back then, like kind of through Andrew Prosser as yeah. well. They were, uh, how would you describe them? Kind of, kind of acoustic emo. They were, indie acoustic yeah. emo. Yeah, and it was like I remember you sitting sitting down. I remember meeting a bunch of cool people that yeah. night, and then I, I I don't know if I'd ever hung out with Ben, but I I just remember like, hey Ben. 
one jam sometimes yeah. one jam my band <laughs> and it, I, I was that. I was in disbelief like I was like oh yes yes I, I would absolutely love it that. Yeah. I saw that because you and I think it was at this one tavern out in um, like Petersburg or P- Petersburg or something like out, out there in the sticks or um, something like that and, uh, and I, I saw you and Andrew do an acoustic set and uh and uh, yeah, that's uh, mm-hmm. that, that's I think how I f- got my one of my first experiences with you guys, right? And that's sort of when it was kind of coming to a, a tapering off point for just doing that, and then kind of when, when you invited me to have me in like on like Lancaster, I was like absolutely, like I'm, yeah. I'm fully down to come up for some jams. And I remember having a, a huge PV one fifteen combo, just this Damn. disgusting yeah. piece of shit amp that <laughs> some would lug around. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> these are some details, man. Yeah, I remember this. All the details. This, this is a defining moment in my life, goddammit. <laughs> yeah, but no, I remember being very excited when you when you asked me to join Lancaster. Yeah. That was sick. Did you dan- did you like jump up really high? You know, you know, you know, you know that thing that like in the Bugs Bunny movies how they like kind of conk themselves with a hammer when they're horny. You know, like I sort of did that. Yeah, that was that was in effect the response that it garnered. Yeah, and that is how Ben Rome mansard Adam. Oh, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's cool though. Yeah, that's super dope. That's, <laughs> that's really exciting. And then I guess like, oh, like I've never like, been courted like that. <laughs> you can tell how like you might have Oh yeah, yeah. So Nathan and I were in a band together in like high school, uh, and then just after that, after we both left that band, we Nathan wow. joined this band. But how did you meet Nathan? How did I meet him? Yeah. Uh, it was just like one of those awkward high school hangouts. Oh. Yeah. There's actually like a picture of like the first day we met each other and like we're standing beside each other and we don't really know who each other is and we're just like, I I remember it being very awkward, but then we became really good friends after that. But yeah. Is that on Facebook, do you think? Is that one of those that, bush that party, old, awkward bush party yeah. photos where you're like, oh, with backpacks all with a flash on? You're like, somebody took it on their LG chocolate. Their LG chocolate slide. Probably something like that, yeah. The full, like, like West 49 the kind backpack. The kind backpack. I got their Osiris shoes. I got the kind Like, shorts. Yep. Oh, man. Classic. I'm gonna, dude, can I just... That's a look. That's a I'm look. definitely gonna deep dive as we Oh, it's gonna take you, like, 15 minutes. It's, like, way back. How many pictures do you have in yourself? <laughs> oh, I don't even know whose profile. It's pro- I'm probably not even. Yeah, I think you can span the entirety of my social media history, at least photos of myself. You just go like this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like one page, maybe. Yeah. It definitely wouldn't have been something. You're such part. a vain yeah. person. Yep. You guys got any uh, more more fan questions? Oh, do you? Um. Well, what about that one hand, Julia? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh I yeah. I think she had a good one. Yeah. 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 Julia. No, I really, really. No, she didn't, and she's ha- probably happy that it's I'm not going to answer. It. It's your sister, Adam. You have, you have no, to say it. No, no, I'm not. Julia, I, I no. think it's a good idea. Julia. I'm just going to say, Julia, I'm disappointed you asked me. To ask me this. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, anybody seen the Good Morning Julia video? Yeah. Oh man, it why? It's so weird, man. I'm in. Uh, you guys want to watch it live? You want to yeah, see this? Yeah, yeah, okay, this is watch. super weird. I can't. Oh, oh, no. Oh, okay, this, this reminds this me of, me like, so man has a goatee. Yeah, yeah, so apparently, like, apparently he met this no. girl in a gym, or he saw her in the gym, he looked at her name on, like, the sign-in sheet, and then chased after her in the parking lot going, hey, Julia, hey, Julia, um, mm, yeah. I'm oh, so-and-so from whenever, um, 
I just wanted to know if you want to go out on like a date yeah, or something. And she was like, yeah, uh, I'll take your number. So yeah. she hands her phone with like a contact hi. sheet. And then this guy hits the call button. So now he has her today. number. Oh, and he sends her this video the next day. look at you was probably one of the greatest moments of my life. Ah. You were so beautiful. You don't know how beautiful you are. To Devin, me. you want to kill our cam? I mean, just, just make it invisible so everyone can see this. And uh, but it's been sitting in my mind when you said to me you want to go back with your ex-boyfriend. Yep. <laughs> Please erase him from your memory. Oh. Don't ever go back in the past. I know because oh. I've been there, and I understand when you know you're trying to find somebody and you go on dates, and nothing compares to your. Know how many fans this there man has. That. <laughs> better person out there. Oh my gosh. Julia, There's like two behind him there. There's like four in the living room. I will love you like you never been loved before. <laughs> I am cherish you. Look at that crazy I beard too. feel like a woman. A real woman. Oh, oh, and believe wow. me, after you experience me, you won't even know who your ex-boyfriend is. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Whoa. Open up your heart to me in your arms. Yeah, your heart. <laughs> yeah. Let's go full throttle. Oh, yeah, your heart. Yes. Yes. Your arms. <laughs> It just uh, so, uh, I just looked in your eyes and I just melt. Anyhow, I'm heading off to work. This is my cute little home. Everything you see behind me, <laughs> I built everything. Every square inch from crown molding to chair rail to floors to lighting to plumbing <laughs> to the fans, windows. <laughs> so this is the type of guy you're getting. I'm a very handy guy, and uh, I'd love to build you whatever you want. You're a sweetheart. Uh, so, I hope this video doesn't scare you. <laughs> <laughs> I just want you to know that. Okay? And I look forward to uh, going out to dinner with you. So, let's make it happen. Okay, Mwah. next video. Ooh. Sam Bain. Search Briona, B-R-I-O-N-A. Is that is that, that one kid who yes. does like yes, a it is. baby girl... Hey, yeah, baby girl. this is some of the best oh, cringe that was like, ever seen. So, baby girl, yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't so, know if I can uh, handle cringe So here we go, anymore. that's it. Oh, no. that 3.5 like million views? Let's oh, fucking yeah. That was like watching a neckbeard who just had a goatee. <laughs> I just wanted to wish you happy seven month anniversary. Ah, seven? <laughs> Dude, there's no way this is like, fucking real. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I do. I love you so much. Oh my god. I love you more than there are all the hairs. Dude, I can't. Every <laughs> the reflection is <laughs> yeah. How is that possible? Even for every time that you are on my mind. I would Dude. be richer than everyone in the world. Okay. Dude, so it's kind of looks like Frodo. It's just really good cringe, okay? You can show us. How much more time do we have? Oh, All right, kill it, kill it. Kill, 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 kill the food. Burn it. Keep it going, keep it going. This is the best cringe. I love it. And I'm never going to stop loving you. Ooh, there oh, it no. is. No matter what happens. Do you hear that, guys? That's the sound of everybody tuning out from the live show. Yeah. yeah. Those magic yeah. words. Uh-oh. Okay. Damn. No, no, dude! No, no, yes. Come on! Do you want to try it on some of these yeah. mics? <laughs> I got a beard. I could just rub it on it. You know, that freeze frame though. It's got a couple million on. views. Anyway, the, beard the, oil the moral in. of the story is that I just wanted to dedicate that to your sister, Julia. Thank you. <laughs> oh, Good morning, Julia. That, that was the that was the point of all this. Yeah. Yeah. There's your question about dicks, Julia. 
Hey, the truth comes out. Yeah. <laughs> so was that it? You guys got anything else? Um, Some you want to plug? I got, I got one. Uh, I got one too. No Hits Music asks, what kind of microphone is that? Oh, it's uh, it's a Samson con- wide diaphragm condenser microphone that I it's bought. A, it's a know. Samsung wide <laughs> diaphragm condenser mic. <laughs> there. Bought that in a in a in a pack like one of those drum mic packs, and it just came with two condensers. This guy and some other ones. So maybe if No Hits picks one up, he might have one hit. Mm. Hey, what a hey. no. Okay. Oh. <laughs> we got a question from Isaac. Uh, Isaac. Pick one song to cover from Radiohead, Elvis, or The Wiggles. So you only get one song from all those three? Or Maybe. one song for each? See, I don't know any Wiggles songs, so that's going to be... Yeah, yeah we I only know like, the Wiggles Fruit songs. Salad tune. I think. The Fruit Salad yeah. one is fucking iconic. It's a banger. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> it would definitely be the Fruit Salad one from The Wiggles. Um, Radiohead, for me, would be Weird Fishes. Hmm. What do you think our Elvis song would be? Um, the classic. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. Love's so good. Yeah. How about Sicko Mode by Elvis? <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys ever heard of Sicko Mode yeah, by yeah. Elvis Presley? Oh, by, uh, so sad. <laughs> Travis Five. No, Maroon, I only know Maroon, Maroon, Scott, Scott, Elvis Presley. I like Maroon Scott. <laughs> Maroon Scott. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can't wait. Yeah. yeah. Um, anything you guys want to plug before the the, the wrap up here? Yeah. Uh, Any upcoming things you guys want to plug? Shows. Not songs. yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet but just, just but one. soon. It's almost soon. the twenty fourth. New things in the work. Mm. Exposed. You EP coming soon. Where big things? Dude, coming soon. Where can they find you? Uh, where where can people uh, <laughs> hear them? Hear on you? the internet. Or right here, I guess. Yeah. Okay. We're on the internet. Perfect. You're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitch stream. Yeah, follow follow Romancer on Instagram. Follow him on their Bandcamp. Follow him on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you get your tunes from, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Is there any last points you guys want to make? Fist the bell! Fist that bell! Fist it! Fist that bell. Yeah, so drop a follow if you want to, if you dug the shit you listened to today. <laughs> uh, don't click follow if you didn't enjoy it at all because we're going to do the same thing or follow. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to do the same thing every week we'll be back next Tuesday 5pm eastern Here. time sub and follow to Ape Audio hey, hey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> alright peace peace peace, peace. peace. peace.